Core there, and welcome to the podcast, Least Likely to Succeed. My name is Chris Chuck, and today we have a very special guest, uh, a very near and dear friend of mine, Ryan Harrington. He is a uh, local DJ for the Sumo Speed Events Night Moves. Uh, he's also DJed a few of my parties, and your wedding DJ? Absolutely not. Damn it. I was hoping you'd be a wedding DJ. Nah, weddings ain't fun. Weddings should be fun. Because there's nothing but open bar. DJing a wedding is not fun. Why? Because you're not DJing. You're a host. You're not there for the music. But I think you're there for both. But you have to host because that's a part of your job. Right, and I just want to play music. Mm, I get you, but I think the hosting part it comes a part of the whole DJing uh, career field. As I guess you would say, yeah. I mean, there's there's club DJs and there's wedding DJs, and then there's Ryan Harrington. I mean, I've done some weddings. I've done a couple small weddings, but you don't be saying shit. No, every wedding I've done, I don't speak. I got something I should speak on. That sign that is misconceiving in your bathroom, so fresh, so clean, but nigga, where's the motherfucking bidet in that bitch? The bidet is absent. Can we? Can we get one? We can get one. I'm, I'm sure Katrina would not mind. Katharina. Katharina. Katrina. Katrina, Katharina. Look, where we got to complicate things? We just call it <laughs> Katrina. I'm sorry, Katrina, Katharina. I know. Rena. Your parents did it. <laughs> so where's the best bidet ordering place? Amazon. Where else? So here you got to get the heated one. Heated. I mean, you can get the warm water or the warm water. Yeah, get the warm water one. Don't don't be a fool. Don't don't be going out of there flushing your ass with this fucking this crystallized ice cold water straight from your motherfucking freezer. Like no 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 no. Turn the hot water on on the faucet. Get it going a little bit. Now we can warm water it and it would be good to go. So so the steps for a bidet is poop, warm water, toilet paper. Yeah. And the toilet paper is mainly just to dry your ass. Okay. Yeah. The bidet does all the work. It's pressurized. So do you aim it? I mean, you have to aim yourself. So you got to kind of adjust yourself sometimes. You know, maybe do a little wiggle around, you know what I'm saying? Make sure your butt cheeks are pulled apart enough. So, but, the, but the bidet is mounted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's got a nozzle in it that shoots out and whatnot. You okay. know, it does all, the, does all the work for you. So you got to twerk on the toilet to, to make sure you get it all. Sometimes, sometimes. If you got a rough one, I think if you have a uh, what's that thing, the little step call that you put around the toilet, a um, uh, p- p- potty, potty, squatty potty. <laughs> I don't have a squatty potty. I mean, but you have kids, so of course you have a step stool somewhere. Put your feet on it. That kind of helps things a little bit. Kind of angles up your asshole a little bit, you know, <laughs> just for the for the brisk cleaning that you're about to get. That way, you can get like two or three inches in. That not just no 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 you're clean. trying no 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 you're just trying to get it off. <laughs> you want to just get the butt chips off. The butt chips. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's kind of like when you have mud on your car. You don't want to spray it on, but you want to spray it off. Fair enough. You, you, you get what I'm getting at? Yeah. So you don't just directly spray the pressure washer onto your car. No no no. You spray it to where it the mud goes off. Right. It is mud. In perspective. It's just butt mud. It's butt mud. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little brown substance. Uh, 
if you want to call it um, carbs or uh, whatever else you're eating, you know, high fat. If you're on a high fat diet, dog, you might leave some streaks in that toilet. <laughs> but don't leave streaks in your ass. What about them streaks you left in my toilet? Oh, did I? Yeah. High fat diet, bro. I've been eating. <laughs> I, dude, I ate mad fucking pistachios this morning. <laughs> I drove to Richmond. So, uh, update of why I have not been doing a podcast. So, one weekend I moved. The next weekend I wrecked my car. The next week after that, I drove to... No. The next week after that, you bullshitted me. You motherfucker. No, no, you were here and we discussed it. We discussed it and then you were like, yo, come tomorrow. And then I was like, yo, what's up with tonight? Oh, man, I woke up at like 6 this morning and uh, I'm tired, man. I think that did happen. You, that, no, that really did happen. And then the next weekend after that, I drove to New York to get a hood for my fucking car. But, and then I was bullshit again, Ben Gilman. And, you know. I was sick. No, not, I said Ben Gilman. Oh. Yeah, Ben Gilman. I said, hey, let's do a podcast. And he's like, he, he didn't say yes per se, but then when I showed up and I had my podcast shit, he's like, I'm not doing that shit. <sighs> what a lame. I know, man. I, I think he's got like a, a lot of good shit to say. He's a fucking, he's a nerd. So I want to pick your mind of, I mean, he showed me his, his, his 3D printer and all the fancy shit. He modified his 3D printer. So he uses pretty 3D printer to modify things on his 3D printer. He's that kind of guy. So it's like 3D printerception. He has a nice 3D printer. He can make things. Cool things. Can he make ghost guns? What? Can he make ghost guns? He probably could. But you might want to give him a heads up. Don't tell anybody that you got it from him, though. (laughs) So, about that Ben Gilman guy, he doesn't make ghost guns. Anyway, fuck that. So, uh, you you got a promotion at at your job. I I think you're you're being successful. Trying. No, I I think you're doing it, man. You're doing a lot of things here. Even though you're... I'll put it. I'll put. I'll, I'll. I'll clear it up a little bit. Seems like Rena is doing a lot of things, and I know you're in the backdrop of doing all these things <laughs> because you, you you have to like you you're you're in this relationship. You're you're married. You got two kids, and she seems to be doing a lot. And of course, she can't do a lot without the support of you. Katrina Katharina is definitely the hard worker. She's the one at home with two kids every day. It was three. It's now two. Yeah. Foster man went home, but we're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> Make a little bit more money. Have nicer shit. Bigger cars. Buy more Yukon Denali XLs. Is that is that what that is? It is. I thought it was uh, Escalade. Uh, it's basically an Escalade. I mean, it's black, so. But it's still, it's only on 20s, so. Only on 20s. <laughs> My bad. It's only got Twinkies, dog. <laughs> it's no big deal at all. No. Two zero. <laughs> uh, it's nothing. I swear. The tires only cost a hundred dollars a piece. Not really. They're like two hundred. I wish they were a hundred dollars a piece. Yeah, I know. See, you're buying big ball of things, but you're not telling anybody. Everybody knows it's there. Don't you got twenties on that GS out there? I got nineteens on the GS. Oh, even more expensive than twenties. They are. I know they are. It's ridiculous. Because you got that odd-ass size. Yeah. So, clearly, you're doing... You you seem to be doing well for yourself. I'm trying. No, I think you're doing. I just put money where I don't need to put it. Mm, I think you are. I mean, you've got a a nice place here. 
kids are doing well, even though they're sick, coughing up all over the place, doing all kinds of weird shit. Not covering shit. their fucking mouth. Yeah, I know. Your little, mm, I don't even talk about your son. <laughs> trying to hit me. Like, boy, I'll hit you up. I'll rip that fucking Nike jacket off your ass. <laughs> Keep playing. You over here looking at me like, nigga, I wish you would. No, nigga, I would. He's completely deserving. Of what, the Nike jacket getting ripped off of him? Yes. Okay. So next time, I might have to pick him up by it. Next time, he might just need them hands. I'm not going to throw hands at him. No, I'm going to use these hands to pick him up. <laughs> Go for it. All right. That that sounds like a plan to me. He might fold you up, though. I'm not scared. <laughs> not scared. I'm not a skirt boy. By any means. That's good. 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 So, what are, what are we doing in life? What's going on in your life? What are, what kind of positive things we got going on? Let's talk positivity tonight. So, got a raise at work. We uh, we just not lost, but our first foster child just went back to his bio parents. So, <clears throat> we had a foster child for about a year and a half. His parents got their shit together. Got jobs, got a house. We're stable, so he's back home with them. That's good. That's um, that's definitely positive. Yeah, kids are doing good. Marina's doing good. Working towards her degree. Oh, so she can go back to work. What is, what, what kind of degree? I mean, maybe I should ask her these things instead of asking you. Like, so all my Virginia Beach party friends, <clears throat> it wasn't congratulations. It was oh shit, I'm sorry, Tarina, not to me. Oh. Because it was with me. Yeah. Acting a fool. Oh. <laughs> most of the people know. Most, well, not most of the people. People that know me well know me. Yeah. Or know. But, no, I had to cool it. Had to pump the brakes. So, took a break. We still let loose every now and then, but. No, nah, but you weren't letting loose like you were then. No. That's not allowed. It, it's happened once or twice since having kids, but it don't come out often. Yeah. I mean, that's a good thing. That's adulting at its finest, right? Yeah. Are you communicating? Because there's a lot of quote-unquote adults who can't continue to do that. Oh, yeah. We're good to go. Everybody's got their issues, but everybody has arguments. Everybody bitches each other. She pisses me off. I piss her off. But. I know you. You you do piss people off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no denying that one. Oh, shit. All right, so we just had uh, Katharina just uh, come into the house and uh, set the dog alarm off, uh, a.k.a. just the dog. Um, so, it's fucking stupid-ass fucking shit. Locking up my motherfucking computer, fucking being a piece of shit. Anyway, um, so, where were we at? We were talking about relationship shit. You're, you know, you guys are talking about arguments and pissing people off. Each other. I, th- I think we had touched on uh, Tron's coming out, which is normally what's referred to. Oh, Tron's. Tron's being Ratchet uh, Ryan. <clears throat> yeah, so so Tron started um, when me and Dan Hillian used to go out. We had our drunk alter egos. So mm-hmm. I had one that <clears throat> was Tron's. And Dan had one that was Dan or Danimal. Oh, and, that's where that name came from. So, <clears throat> so when Trons and Daniel came out, that was that was a wrap for the evening. Shit was going down. Hmm. 
So you guys were doing things that you normally wouldn't do. Correct. Usually alcohol related. Well, That's... 100% alcohol related. So you guys were anti-adulting. Correct. As much as you could be. So you would say that that was at that point in time you were least likely to succeed. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, everybody does some stupid shit every now and again. Even I did. Yeah, but twice a week, every week ain't every now and then. Yeah, but now both of you, both of you have two kids. We so. do. Yep, so his his oldest is almost one year exactly behind my oldest, and his son is just about a year younger than my youngest okay so damn <clears throat> yep pretty neat it, it doesn't seem like that long ago no nope, we're, so. we're at the house on norview avenue fucking throwing beer balls in the road being dumb as fuck doing donuts in the grape car still on the park bench from down the street multiple park benches oh multiple park benches we're not gonna say anything we're still those. all kind of shit <laughs> Damn! Look, man, you can't be just admitting this shit like that on a podcast, bro. Like, I think, I mean, I think the statute of limitations ran out on those. That was uh, so. How old is Reagan? She's Reagan is six. Damn! All right. So okay, seven years is usually I think you're know, like your golden number. So yeah, we're at the statute of limitations. Yeah. So or about park benches, at least. so uh, par- uh, about some of those park benches from that um, retirement home that you stole from. I don't know if they were a retirement home. I don't know where they were. I think it was a retirement home. We were um, drunk, so. Oh, that excuses everything. Well, it's easy to forget where they came from. Daddy, right. Why you wait me to say bad words? You better get your butt in bed, dude. We're gonna leave that on. <laughs> That'll work. Uh, that was that was the youngest. That was little Sawyer. Little Sawyer. The heathen. I mean, he asks a lot of questions. He does. He's he has, good. He has a lot mostly. of questions. He's just a boy. Is that how boys act? I would imagine. That's how most boys I know. Maybe act. that's how you acted. I was an angel. I'm gonna call. <laughs> I'm gonna call 100% <laughs> bull motherfucking shit. So <laughs> my grandma told me. Right. You probably didn't cry because you're too busy doing bad shit. I don't know. It's been a while. It probably has been a while, but I'm going to say, I feel like you, you, sir, did a lot of bad shit when you were a kid. I don't know about that. Hmm. I've always been right on the beaten path, never did nothing I wasn't supposed to be doing. What were your grades like in school? By far less than stellar. Hmm. D student? Roughly. So you passed just just on the skim of failing. The good. My goal for high school wasn't to graduate well. It was to just graduate. to graduate. I I feel you on that. I 100% see that. And it wasn't because I was stupid. It was because I was lazy. Mm, I, I think I think we should define lazy. Because a lot of people, especially teachers, they, they always say that students are lazy. Now, they never really ask a student, why don't you do this? They just automatically assume you're lazy. It's like, no, no, no. Did you think about the fact that I know that I don't want to do this for my life? There's no reason for me to learn this because I don't need to know trigonometry in my life. Yeah. No, no, I agree. I think think lazy is a a cop-out word for it. Yeah. It's hard to to 
catch teenagers' attentions, you know, they're interested in way more things other than social studies and girls, girls or skateboarding or drinking or <laughs> cars. Drinking. Oh shit! Y'all went wild in y'all high school. Apparently, I don't know. We didn't do much drinking in mine, but bro, so I don't know. You said drinking is. As a part of that, so I'm going to automatically assume y'all did a lot of it. I told you I was straight and narrow. Right. You didn't do no drinking in high school? I mean, I did a little bit, but not a lot. I don't, not a lot. Boone's Farm, man. That's not considered drinking. Yeah. That's well, just sipping. It's like Kool-Aid. Yeah. You didn't have to have an ID for that, do you? I mean, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't drinking beer, okay? I wasn't a big fan of beer. Oh, so y'all were drinking hard liquor. We were drinking liquor. What school did you go to again? Salem. Don't go there. There's actually, and I've already heard about the drugs there, so yeah, don't go there. Do not send your kids to Salem High School in Virginia Beach because there's drugs and alcohol. A lot of it. Rich white kids have it all. It's actually mostly Asian kids. In Salem? Yeah. Wait, no. I'm thinking of... uh, FC or Cox. I'm thinking about Cox. Yeah. Yeah. If you want your kid to do coke, send them to Cox. If you want your kid to do coke, apparently there's some there's some private school in Virginia Beach. That I I I'm not I I talked to a guy who worked at this school. I'll just say that much, and he told me about the amount of coke that is in that school, and it's crazy. Oh, I could imagine. In a private school, though, people think that private school is just the best thing ever, and it's <laughs> no, it's a bunch of sheltered white kids acting out. Yeah, that buy and sell weed. I've heard about a trash bag of weed in a kid's Lexus. I could believe it. I mean, you, bro, your your parents gave you a Lexus to drive. They have 19s. I don't know, but it had. Did, you, did yours have 19s? It's Mine does. It's <laughs> we just got kids walking around on cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> Answering the phone, talking, I mean, right? talking to grandma. Like, is that is that? Is that normal for kids to have phones now? At like, what is he, four or five? Sawyer is three. Is it normal for a three-year-old to be talking on the cell phone at this at this point in age? I guess maybe not in our day, but shit evolves. Kids just kids are on cell phones now. But I I just I think there's too much thing. There's too much accessibility. No, I agree. We, I mean, we try to limit ours. Obviously, sometimes. Everybody caves every now and then just to not hear the bitching or the whining. and Yeah. We try not to just let them sit inside on a cell phone, especially if it's nice outside. If it's nice outside, you better give me that cell phone. You're getting your ass outside. You're going to go play. Yeah. However, some days, excuse me, you just don't feel like hearing that shit. And you're like, all right, take that cell phone, go sit on that fucking couch and leave me the hell alone so I can cook <laughs> dinner or I can clean. Yeah. Or I can just not listen to you, bitch. Yeah. So I don't want to hear you crying today. Right. And what, what did I already tell them? Crying is anything I don't want to fucking hear. Exactly. That's what crying is. Why are you crying? You ain't here talking about what? 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 Oh, okay. Now you crying. Yeah. Other than that, if you ain't got nothing good to say, it's like, okay, so you don't watch something else? You crying. Exactly. Enjoy what you watching. And glad you be able to, you be glad you have something to watch. Exactly. This kid's ain't had to look at walls all day. <laughs> Go watch the wall. You know what I'm saying? And not even nice walls. Center block walls. <laughs> Bro, go live in the hood. You got center block walls and hard tile floors, and they're cold as fuck. Don't walk on them barefoot because you might get you might get frostbitten. Frostbitten. 
And you over here walking around this 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 house that's got on a you know not on a slab. You know we got a crawl space, so it's a little warm. You know on these floors here, yeah, you got carpet, not a rug, carpet. <laughs> uh, had a bit of another intermission there, so. Yeah, so send your kids to private school if you want them to be potential fuck-ups. Still. So, let's just say there are probably schools you don't want to send them to, and there's schools that are just okay. I think either way they're going to be exposed to something that you probably wouldn't want your kid to be exposed to. I think ultimately it relies on the child. If if the child is meant to do something, they're going to do it. Yeah. If they have the drive... Regardless of where you put them, you see stories of kids that that go to shit schools and do great, and then there's kids that go to great schools and do shit. So, it 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 boils down to the child and the parents and the parents. Yeah, I mean, you my I I, I feel like because I'm not a parent, so I can't really speak on much. But I feel like when you hide things from children, that's the worst thing that you can do because then it feeds into their curiosity. Oh yeah, because they'll find out and then they'll be bitter that you lied to them or you covered it up. Or Not, not even that, it's just more of like well, even if they hear they hear about it it's more of like, no, I want to know what that is. Like, what is, what is that? that or if that. they hear from their friends, like, oh no I've never, I've never heard weed cocaine, heroin what's that? My dad never told me about that. What, what does that do? Get you high? Oh shit. Luckily, I, I'm not that that far yet so i haven't had to to deal with that battle but it's coming i i think you should definitely give kids the harsh reality oh yeah it's like okay so here's what happens if you do heroin you're fucked for the rest of your life all of it 100 percent. the rest of it you're going to have to fight an addiction and that that's point blank all of it for the rest of your life do you want to do that to yourself no. Right. Smoke a little weed here and there. You get a little high. You might have a good experience. You might have a bad experience. I'm not going to tell you what to do. But at the end of the day, you go get zooted out of your mind on your friend's couch. You wake up tomorrow. You'd be all right. Might be all right. You go do some fucking heroin and then you're dying. Or somebody's stuffing you with a Narcan needle or however the fuck they give it to you because I don't know. I don't know. I don't and know then you're robbing your family. You're stealing shit. You're getting shot at. You look like a fucking crackhead with sores on you and shit. Actually, here's a good movie for anyone to watch. For for just just force feed your kids faces of uh faces of meth. Faces of meth. It is a one hundred percent disgusting We hear what you're doing over there. You must drive a Subaru. Ah yes he oh, does. Do. You do. Ah. Yeah. Vape King over here. Alright. Huh. For all you Subaru kids, here you go. Ryan Harrington, follow him on Facebook and Instagram. He drives a Subaru and he vapes. Hashtag Ken Block. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, like, and at the same time, like I said, I think you should give your kids that harsh reality of this is the truth. This is for real. If you do, you want to look like this person. Look how they look two years prior to them now being arrested. And for distributing meth. Oh yeah, I agree. Do you want to look like that? Because I sure as fuck don't want to. I don't. I'm sure you don't want to, right? See, what I don't get is, I think a lot of our circle of friends have dabbled in shit that Jane's supposed to be messing with. <clears throat> However, 
most of the people I hang, well, all of the people I hang out with, not all of the people I know, there ain't no way. You look at that shit and be like, yeah, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah. I'm not touching that shit. Yeah, I, I mean, people will get into it. Uh, there's, there's different avenues of getting into that. Whether you start recreationally doing some things and it becomes a bad habit and then it becomes the addiction, or you just, now your back hurts and you start, you know, start off that way. I don't think heroin is one of those things that's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm going to try heroin. No, I think it's more of just a, that's your last ditch effort to keep the high that you were getting before. I guess. Uh, honestly, I try not to really fuck with people that are heroin addicts enough to figure out how they started. What about Coke Axe? Do you give them an excuse? No. <laughs> I'm just saying, cocaine is really not that bad. I mean, it is that bad. But, I mean, you want to go smoke a bowl before you go to bed, be my guest. When you're doing shit that fucks with your livelihood, and uh, I ain't got time for that. So, do you give a pass to a guy who drinks a 12-pack to go to bed? No, I'd be shooting myself in the foot. Well. I mean, I'm just saying. I guess technically I give him a pass. Alcohol is a drug, man. It is. It is. Don't forget, if you are an addicted, if you're addicted to alcohol and you stop drinking, you might Amy Winehouse yourself and fucking die. I don't think she died from withdrawing from alcohol. No, she died because she stopped drinking. I thought she was doing drugs. I think she stopped drinking. We can Google that. We could not have this argument. <laughs> Ultimately, she's dead, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but no, you can die from stop. If you if you drink, if you're a hardcore drinker and you stop drinking, you can die just from like cutting it off cold turkey. Yeah, they give you drugs if you go to AA for alcohol. They don't give you drugs at AA. No, for alcohol. Like, you can't just not, you can't just go from drinking fucking 18-pack by yourself every night to not drinking. Oh, no, you gotta wean off. My point, exactly. You can stop Yeah, but see, but see, there's a, you can drink alcohol in moderation, how we drink alcohol. I mean. Right. It's more of, it's more of, I wouldn't say it's moderation. What, what I'm saying is you can drink alcohol how we drink alcohol and be. This is like your lottery. No one gives a fuck, like, when it's like, eh, yeah, it's a couple hundred thousand, eh, it's like one or two, eh, no one gives a fuck. But when you're, like, 18-pack, oh, shit, by yourself? Oh, shit, you got a billion dollars? Oh, shit, now nah, we really give a fuck. What no, you doing over there? No, what I'm saying is... So Try you, to share that? You can drink a couple beers and be good, or you can drink a case a night and you're not good, right? But there's some people who drink a case a night and then maybe, quote-unquote, they're good. Maybe in their eyes, but not to everybody else. But, but what I'm saying is with heroin or meth or crack, there is no moderation. There's either you're a fucking crackhead or you're not a fucking crackhead. I think that, I think, no, there are there are the functioning drug addicts. Just like there are the functioning alcoholics. How they do it, I don't know. How they have a hold on it, I don't know. But those people do exist. I ain't met them. I haven't, I haven't met him either, but I'm just saying, I know they exist for a motherfucking fact. Katrina Katharina wants to get on the mic. I know, I hear her over here. Yep, yep, mm-hmm, Co- yep. Co-signing over your, here. Your turn's coming soon, girl. <laughs> she don't know, but now she know. 
Plus, I've been having too many dudes on here. I already thought about this already. I didn't even know I need some women on here. Reese's got all kind of shit to talk about. I know. I know. Emotional struggles of fostering kids. Bam. She's a trooper. I don't know how she does it. Successful. Yes, you are. Most likely to succeed. Exactly. But everyone has their point of when they're least likely. Or at least when they think they're least likely. It takes a little bit of work. It always, it always takes. Everything takes fucking work. The problem is, there's a lot of people who aren't willing to work. That's where that lazy word comes in. I won't even call it lazy, though. It's just that they're not willing to work. It's just, it, I'll give you a prime example. At my job, which I'm not going to tell you where I work, but at my job, I hear about people who make minimum wage. I don't think these people should make minimum wage. Okay. That's for, that's a respectable statement. You think that they should? No, not? no, 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 no. Not, as, not me, not as me. A, as a general, other statement. other other people are saying that these people should make minimum wage. Okay. Okay. Well, you're right. <coughs> they shouldn't. But do they have the opportunity to move up? They do. There's that. That's it right there. It's the answer to your question. Yeah, right. They shouldn't. So what is their next thing to do? They need to move up. Bro, you can't flip burgers and make fucking. Uh, fifteen dollars an hour, but guess what? You can make fifteen dollars an hour doing. Man, tell them motherfuckers they need to tell they need to flip them goddamn burgers. That's right. So what? I don't I don't understand where people get this. Oh, well, I should make fifteen dollars an hour flipping burgers. Like no no no, you need to be the motherfucker telling people to flip burgers. Right. You need the motherfuckers like, you, hey look, no nah, bro, you got to put more, more meat in that taco. Agreed. You ain't doing it right. When you're standing over them, you're making their schedules and you're you're doing all the all the the, the backroom shit, all the um, the paperwork and the schedules, and you're in charge of fifteen people. You're, I, I think you're well worth fifteen dollars an hour. See, and what, if you're making minimum wage doing that, there's a serious problem. See what gets me is you better get your little button bed, dude. So, <laughs> so when I started the shipyard. I made fourteen ninety six. So let's for freezing numbers, we'll say fifteen dollars, four cents shy. What the fuck is four cents? Right. So fifteen dollars seems to be the the magical number to increase the minimum wage to. You know, when you see the argument online, it's always fifteen dollars an hour. So it was always a touchy subject for me because when I went to the shipyard, fifteen dollars an hour. I mean, that was good money to me. Yeah. But I was building. You're working hard. I'm I'm building Virginia class submarines in the heat. You know, they're important shit. People's yeah. lives depend on it. Yeah. Motherfucker. Nobody's lives depend on if you put too much lettuce or too little lettuce on that Big Mac. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. Dude, it's, and it's shredded lettuce. You all get to sprinkle it a little exactly. bit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You don't even, you don't even gotta chop it. It comes chopped. Right. It ain't no fucking Pre-chop, work. Pre-chopped, nigga. Exactly. Oh fuck. So so when I see it, I'm just like, you know, I understand that the shipyard around here is not, there's not a, a place like that in every town or every area. You right. Know, we're lucky to have such the military presence that we have to provide so many jobs for civilians. However, there's still plenty of other big employers and, yeah. and I see plenty of people around our area bitching that minimum wage should be $15 an hour. Well, if the burger flipper is going to make fifteen, then the dudes building submarines should make, make thirty. Some thirty right off the bat. Yeah, you know, starting out. The, and the, they don't understand that how this, how that fifteen dollars will affect other people. Right. 
So now the price of that burger has to go up right. to so instead of two dollars, now it's four dollars just for the burger itself. Right. So so say you so what is minimum wage now? Seven fifty or eight bucks or <sighs> some I, shit. Uh, Roughly half of fifteen. It, yeah, it's so so say you double minimum wage. Now every in in the next couple of years everything would increase by two. Right. So now you're still in the same predicament because everything is still out of your reach. It doesn't matter if you're paid a hundred dollars an hour. If yeah. everything multiplies upwards as you make more money, then prices go up. It do, yeah. It doesn't matter if you make a million dollars an hour or a billion dollars an hour. The w- the monetary sum is irrelevant when everything else is priced accordingly. Right. And even then, you're like, okay, you might get a raise every now and again. But guess what? Gas prices still go the fuck up, nigga. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about your wage. Exactly. When I'm paying two ninety nine for regular when right. I gotta put 31 gallons in a tank twice a week <laughs> ain't nobody telling you to, buy, to drive that motherfucking excursion around this bitch dog <laughs> I mean look just cause you got the, the Chevy version of the excursion don't mean it's that much get better on gas I mean it's nice to drive a school bus every now and again but I you, need bro, you that, gotta drive it every I day I need that 6-2 in my life though I mean but you're driving a school bus you're driving a school bus with leather interior. Yes, but you know what it has? 20s. You know what school buses don't have? AC. It doesn't have AC in your seats for your nuts. Oh, it's got cooled seats? It does. So we got heated and cooled seats, but then motherfucking Escalade. I mean, Yukon XL. Whatever. Same thing. Oh, yeah. Gotta keep the nuts cool in the summertime. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I know we stopped at that, but where, where were we? What was going on? I'm sorry, your son just ruined it again. I don't know. So is forever just <laughs> straying off the beaten path. Um, Something about school buses. and Oh, we were talking about minimum wage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that tough subject. It's not really that tough of a subject. It's just, I think it's, people... It's a put your ass in gear, get your ass to work, keep on moving. I'm not... But people think that you need the higher education to do anything in work in 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 life i think the problem is is a lot of people don't know how to network i and i will honestly say 100 percent, i would not have gotten the job i've gotten if i didn't know the person who who oh no no basically I, gave me the reference no i agree because uh you know you, you hear it from other from all kinds of people it ain't what you know it's who you know and that and, is 100 percent true and it really is i mean that that's how I'm where I'm at now. I mean, it's it's taking work too, but to get in the yard, the yard can be very hard to get into. And um, I think it's, it's a part of it staying there too. And it is, and and people find dumb things to be mad about, like parking at the shipyard. It's fucking awful. Garbage. Garbage. I get there. Hot garbage. <clears throat> my shift starts at seven. I get there before five o'clock to get a parking spot. I mean, it is horse shit, but I'd rather get there two hours early and park. And make good money, then. Well, I'm gonna go work at Seven Eleven because I can park three minutes before my shift. <laughs> no, I, I'm not. No. Yeah. I need the money. <sighs> I want nicer shit. And like one of my previous podcasts, I was I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, Robert Felmy, and he was saying what what his definition of on time is. His definition on time is being to work 30 minutes, at least 30 minutes early. Oh, yeah, I agree. To be able to get there, set up, do what you need to do, and... Exactly, and and so... Be ready for work when the time comes. See, so when I worked tools, my definition of on time was 
So we have a, a whistle that goes off through the entire shipyard at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I thought as long as I was there before 7, I was good. Even if I wasn't ready to work at 7, I was there because yeah. I was starting to get paid and I wasn't getting in trouble for being late. <clears throat> no. Being on time is being ready ready to go. You're awake. You know. Mm, that's subjective. But keep going. No, but after being there for a while, who wants to get to work and then you got people harassing you to to get shit going and then you're still half asleep? I'd rather get there a little bit early, drink a cup of coffee, eat something real quick, and yeah. be ready to go when they want you to go because ultimately you only make your life harder if you're not ready to go when they want you to go. You signed up for it. You know that work starts at 7. And if you're ready to go when they want you to be ready to go, Ultimately, you make your life easier, not theirs. Yeah. And I'll, I will say with my job is I, I spend time on the phone. I, I'm, I'm helping people over the phone, uh, whether it's a problem with a computer or a problem with a password or anything like that. You don't know what that first call is going to be. You don't know what the first thing is that's going to pop up on the phone. You don't know how, what kind of attitude you're going to have to deal with. So it's like, oops, surprise. You better be awake for that shit. You better be somewhat prepared to deal with what is coming to you. Oh yeah. And you know, it's not, if, it, if you went to bed at two o'clock in the morning and you rolled out of bed 10 minutes before your shift started and you're a fucking grouch, then that doesn't help that person. When you answer the call, it doesn't yeah. help you when they, when you answer the call. Cause you ain't trying to hear that shit. Cause you're still half asleep and trying to wake up. Yeah. So ultimately, you know, you want to be ready to start your day. True. And, but I feel a part of this this work ethic that me and you may may possess is a little lost. I feel like people come to work and they expect something out of work. When it's like, no. You should expect to get your job done. Right. That's it. I you shouldn't you, you you it's nice to get motivation. It's nice to get incentives, but you shouldn't expect that. No, yeah, I mean, and if, if if you're you're working your hardest and you're doing your damnedest, you've been there for 10, 15 years, you've been there for two years, and you've no one has ever gave you a congratulations, a raise, a certificate, a fucking pat on the back, or even just a phone call, or a, hey, I appreciate what you do, and walk away, maybe you should reevaluate yourself and reevaluate what you're doing and move up or move on. Well, I, th- I think there's there's two sides of that. So, so when I were when I first started the yard, um, the guy I worked for for the first five years there, he was not big on good jobs or any of that motivational shit. <clears throat> he was big on if you were fucking up, he'd let you know. But if you weren't fucking up, then he he wasn't breathing down your neck. Right. So. So you kind of knew, you know, once you worked for him long enough, you knew how he operated, mm-hmm. you understood how it worked. However, th- there wasn't a whole lot of good jobs. So, And that's a good point that you made because I feel the same way when I go into the office w- with my team leader and he's like, hey, okay, he's sifting through his papers or whatever trying to find his notes on me. And I'm looking at his notes and they're literally like five sentences. I think I'm doing good. Because you don't have a lot of notes for me, and most of what you're notating are just comments on things that you should say, not actual, you need to do better on this, you need to do better on this. Well, see, I, I had a conversation with uh, another big, big car guy lately, Dan Summers. 
Mm-hmm. I think most people know Dan Summers or know of him. Drift guy. Yeah. yeah. Big, 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 big drift guy. So, <clears throat> I ain't going to get into the whole conversation. But what it boiled down to was, as a whole, no notes in your file, no positive notes in your file is better than negative notes in your file. So if you have if you have nothing, yeah, that means you haven't you haven't strayed off the beaten path. You've been right. doing what you needed to do. Yeah. You might not have anything outstanding, but you also haven't been in trouble. Yeah. And you're meeting the standard. Right, exactly. And I think that sometimes that can from a from a person on the, the lower side of the totem pole that can be misconstrued as shitty management, but on when you look at the other side is I don't have anything to put in there because they haven't they haven't done anything. To, I have no reason to look at you other than someone who does it. Right. Job. I have no need to open your file and put anything in there. Right. Which is fine. So so sometimes no praise is better than an ass chewing. Right. Which it just depends on how you look at it. Yeah. If you need if you need to receive praise every day then I think you might need to. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Not even a daily thing, but just uh, every once, every now and again. It's like, hey, hey, man, I don't know. I, I just, I, I look at things differently than most your average person. So if, if I see, like, give him my last shot when I work for Pepsi, dude. There's times where they're like, hey, we need you to come over here. And I was like, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know where this, where's this store at. This is some new shit. I don't know what's going on here. Oh, we want you to come over here because yeah, we want you to work this the store opening. Right. If if they have you working a store opening, you're not just some fucking regular ass merchandiser. Like you, you're probably good at what you do because, for one, they want the store to look 100 percent perfect when you're there, while you're there, and when that store is ready to fucking open, dude. They there is no reason for anyone to look at your shelf and be like, man. This needs some work. The, uh, I've seen a saying, and it, it's usually shipyard people that post it, um, but it, it holds true for a lot of jobs. And it says uh, something to the effect of, hey, you're good at your job. Do this person's job too. Yeah. So, no, so, this is real shit. So the better you are at your job, the bigger the plate they'll hand you because they know you can tackle it. So so if you feel like that you're overwhelmed at work because you keep getting work or they keep piling your plate, it's not because you're a piece of shit. It's because you're doing what you need to be doing. You and get you're shit good. done. Right, exactly. And it's frustrating, but at the end of the day, that helps you because if there's ever a time for layoffs or... They're going to be like, hey, don't, no, no, don't get rid of that guy because right. he's good. Yeah. He does what he needs to you do. You don't have, have to tell him shit. You might have a bigger plate, but I'd rather have a plate than no plate. I will tell you this. You, you know, this was probably one of the best compliments that I ever had was... Um, I used to work at the van store MacArthur Mall. And you never got me and, a discount? Bro, that was in like 2008? This is probably like when I first met you, man. Somewhere around there. It was somewhere around there. A decade ago. So, the best compliment I had was, you know, I don't have to tell Chris what he needs to do. Because he knows what he needs to do. Other than the norm, like the normal, normal business thing that we do every day. I don't have to tell him shit. Right. I know he's going to come in. He's not really going to say much. He's going to put his stuff down, basically figure out what he need what what needs to get done first, and he's at it. Right. Other other than anything out of the normal, I don't have to say shit to him. And that's the kind of person I am. I don't. You don't have to say shit to me. And and that's what 
I feel like that's what more of these younger kids going to these jobs need to have the attitude of is I'm here to work. Let me get my shit done and let me go the fuck home. But you know what they have that we don't privilege. Oh, did I say that? Oh, yep, I did. No, they just they just feel privileged. They're like, oh no, I I need to know what I'm supposed to do. Like, no, 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 no. you know what your what your basic job is. You oh, know yeah. what the summary of your job entails. Just fuck, fucking do it until someone tells you otherwise. Right. That's it. If you can't, if you don't want to do it, that's your that's your own problem. Don't make it someone else's problem. And the and the problem is, is when they don't do it, that's when it becomes someone else's problem. Right. And that's when we all end up in situations like oh, now fuck now I have to go behind so and so and do his job simply because he either one can't do it or two he doesn't want to do it right and it's like dude no one no one asked you to come here and clock in and get paid to do a half ass job right I agree because you're still here for whatever reason I don't know but dude you don't have to no one tells you to fucking show up no one tells you to clock in. No one tells you to wake up out of your motherfucking bed to be here. So if you're not going to do your job, if you're not going to do the bare minimum that whatever the, the, the company requires, just don't show up, man. Makes it makes life easier on everybody. I'm not going to say it makes I'm not going to say it makes it easier because, you know, what? ultimately, in a lot of jobs, it doesn't make things easier. But at the same time, at least no one has to go behind you and have the stress of that mental stress of fuck. Oh, so great I guess I don't have to go behind him every day then you just not show up and be like okay well he's not here I guess in a in a retail versus production setting I think it's a little I think it's a little a little it's different it's different but it's a lot alike well because when you're missing that person it's like man man, I I need to get this done and I can't do I can't do it all in a retail setting I haven't worked retail so I can only speak from it from how I perceive it to be mm-hmm. but so say say john puts puts the shoes on the wall wrong not the end of the world right it's not the end of the world it doesn't take a whole lot of rework but, it, but a lot of times it takes more work to go behind somebody than it is just to have someone do it themselves right well so say you work on a navy vessel you install something wrong or you fuck paperwork up you're looking at like possibly hundreds of thousands of dollars of ruined material yeah. So, so from my standpoint, I'd rather have you not there and not fuck something up. And uh, but no, no, that's the point that I'm, that I'm saying. Like, no, no, no. If you're not gonna do your job, don't show up. Right. Don't ra- don't come here if you can't do the minimum. Right. If you're gonna come, do it right. If right. You, if you're not, if you're gonna come and not do it right. If you slack off and do it right, dude. I. You know what? I'm not gonna hate you, but so much. Right. I'd rather you work slower and do it right than. Work quickly exactly and get my it point. wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I worked with a guy when I first started in the yard. He'd put he'd put more pipe in than the whole rest of the shop, and we'd go back and we'd cut every single piece out and we'd rework it. So say say in a week, forty hours, he put in a hundred pieces of pipe. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's going to take us forty more hours to cut it out, and then eighty more hours to put it back in. So now you've spent one hundred and sixty hours. When you could have just spent, you know, maybe eighty. Yeah. So it's 
you work correctly. No matter it's not the shipyard or not vans. Yeah, it, it's everything. It's everything. everything. You work, work correct or don't work at all. Right, exactly. And it, it goes with work ethic. It, it's not even about work it's, ethic, it's, man. It's about it, pride. I think, but I think part of I think part of the productive work ethic that we have is like, no, if I'm going to spend this time at this job, I want I want to at least do what. What am I supposed to be doing? Even if I don't exceed expectations, I want to meet expectations because, for one, I don't want to get fired. Two, I don't want to get laid off. And I don't want to do it again. Three, exactly. And I don't want to do it a fucking again. Yeah. I want to do it the first time and get it done with. Yeah. It'd be out the door. Yeah, I wasn't dying to do it the first time. I right. certainly don't want to fucking fix it and then do it again. Right, and, and people get mad. They like, man, I don't even want to fucking do this shit. Why do you then clock the fuck out. Thank you. I don't know, man. I, I feel I feel like our our work ethic, the the just the art of being a hard worker is just dwelling down to few and far between. Well, you got these kids. You know, they go to school for this weird shit, which is cool, I guess. If art degrees, art degrees. So, <laughs> so let's go with art degrees. So so you got a fucking degree in, you know, intermediate basket weaving. <laughs> so underwater basket. Yeah, or underwater basket weaving, you know. So you, so for one you got to be scuba scuba certified. Mm, and that, then that makes money. I mean, yeah, if you can go weld while you do it, but I mean, no, if you can scuba, if you're certified, you can make money. You can make money. They don't want to just pay you to scuba dive. They want you to scuba dive and work. No, but if you can instruct yeah, well, okay. That, there's the, there, there there's you go. It is. Teach, teach, teach. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. However, the world doesn't need fifteen thousand scuba instructors. They also don't need fifteen thousand underwater <laughs> basket, basket weaving <laughs> scuba instructors. <laughs> but what so, if you can weld? If what if you could weld basket weaving? I guess you could be lowered in a basket underwater and weld. Well, what if you? What if you took it a little further and did porn, like underwater porn, basket weaving, weaving. underwater master basket weaving? Like, so you're jerking dudes off basket, like basket weaving style, but like you're interlocking your fingers, basket weaving style. So like Chinese finger torture hand job underwater? No, 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 no. They're not squeezing. They're like, I mean, it's pleasure. That's, I don't think a Chinese... Well, when you said like interwoven, like I was but, yeah, but, Chinese finger trap. But you're basically weaving the fingers, but jerking dudes off. Hey, we've we've way strayed. I know. I did no, but so what I was saying is, I know <laughs> these, kids, these kids get these weird degrees, and then they end up fucking being a barista, or they work at Chi-Chi's, which ain't even there anymore. Or damn, whoa, 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 oh shit. You, you you caught me there because I was thinking Chicho's for some. Oh shit! Chichis, not Chicho's. bro. They make salsa. That's it. They used to be a restaurant chain. No longer. Yes, they make salsa, and that's it. Olive Garden, you're next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Italian McDonald's, you're on the fucking radar. Oh, Chipotle, you're next. Your food is trash. No, 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 no. Chipotle's trash, dog. Chipotle ain't that trash. Except Chipotle's trash. Except the other you're day, getting salmonella. No, you guaranteed. Know, you know what the problem is with Chipotle? What's is that? With every chain owned by McDonald's. Well, that's that, that's part of it because McDonald's mm-hmm. is fucking trash. butter, but it's trash. However, it's trash. <clears throat> all chains. Do you like here? Eat out of this garbage can. There you go. There's a McDonald's for, for, right oh, there. Cardboard and plastic mm. bags. Hell yum, yeah. Yum. There's garlic. I, get, sa- I bet there's garlic salt on that fucking pudding wrapper. I though. think I threw some ketchup in there <laughs> earlier, so it might be a little stale. So try that. No, but one thing it it actually goes back to what we were talking about earlier is consistency 
among workplaces. So, so say I go to Chipotle A, and they, you know, they fucking loaded up to the gills. Just, just go ahead and call out the location. I only go to one, but sometimes they vary. But depends on who's working, right? Right, exactly. But so they don't have a. So sometimes I, I always get the bowl. I get the same thing every time. Because they only have like five different bowls. Well, I mean, you can. That's how trash it is. Regardless of whether it's trash. Dave Long, Chipotle's trash. <laughs> either way. Either way. <laughs> so there's no consistency. So sometimes I go and it's three meals, you know, worth of food. I, I got to get a forklift to bring the bitch to my car. <laughs> and then sometimes I'm worried that they filled the fucking container up with helium and it's going to carry me away as I walk to the GS oh. trying to get it home. So the other day I went, most of the time I go, you pull a little foil off and the, 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 the food inside of the container yeah. has the same shape as the top because they've stacked so much in there. They had to press it down. Right, and, exactly. Right. So it looks respectable. Just, just like the aluminum foil, just without the aluminum foil. Right, they hooked you up, yeah, I well, guess. Well, the other day, it looked like a divot in my food. It didn't oh. even meet the cardboard bottom. Hmm. You know, it, it weighed like three ounces. So, so you were you were undercut. Right, exactly. Which I'm saying is there's no consistency, which goes back to these shit bags with no pride or work ethic where they don't follow the rules. They just throw some shit in the fucking, in the container and then send it on their way. Especially, so basically what you're saying is they're not 100% leveling it off. They're just throwing the mound in there and pressing down on the mound, which still isn't enough. No, what I'm saying is, okay, so for, for easier scenario... So say you go to Dunkin' Donuts A and you mm. get a, and you get a coffee. You're making some horrible examples here, okay. man. What's your favorite coffee place? My my, my motherfucking kitchen, nigga. Okay. Because you can't fuck it up. Because guess what? Who the fuck makes it? I do, nigga. Okay. Would you? You like- can't fuck this shit because I pay I pay five dollars for a motherfucking bag. I want to make two batches of fucking cold press of of my my cold brew coffee. Okay. Well, when you go to KFC and get you some fried chicken. Oh shit, nigga. No, nah, I don't go to motherfucking KFC, nigga, because I don't eat fried chicken. Okay. For when real. you go to fried farm nigga, fresh. Nigga, I didn't even tell you where you get the good fresh. deal. You know where you tell you where to get the good deal? Where? Because ain't no farm freshers open there around my way. They're reopening. No, 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 no. There ain't no ain't no farm freshers around my way. So let's let's go ahead and cut that off. Okay, when you go to Wawa, don't go there neither. Bitch, where do you eat? Bitch, I go to my fucking kitchen. Other than that, I go to cookout because guess why? You can't fuck up cookout because you are getting a deal regardless, one hundred percent. That's because it's all frozen. I don't give a fuck. I don't either. I don't give a motherfucking flying but fuck. I'm saying there's, there's you are paying five dollars for a motherfucking meal. So guess what? You getting a hookup. But I'm saying that there's no there's no room for error. Where what store do you go to that has room for error? What store what? Anywhere. Food. For who? Food. Drinks. Drinks? Anywhere. I mean, the only places where I have complaints is when I go to a bar and the, okay. the bartender doesn't top my drink off like it's supposed to be. Okay. And leaves like mad head. Okay, okay. Like, no, 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 no. I need you to top that off, dog. Okay, well, say say you go to a chain bar. Say you go to Longboards. There's one in Portsmouth. Man, you talk about all these chains. You know I don't do this shit, right? Bitch, just listen. I, I'm listening. Okay, there's a longboard in Portsmouth, right? Yeah, there is. You've been there. I've been there. I've been there a long time ago. Okay, well, time well there's also a longboard up here. Okay. Same owner. Really? Yes. I've I'm been to Denby. So say... Oh, oh it's in Denby. Oh. Well, yeah, so... to take so Whatever. Your, take your Glock. <laughs> no, I'll take my high your point. high point, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, anyway. so say you go to longboard in Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. 
and you get a rum and coke. Mm-hmm. It's fifty fifty. Or you're 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 already bad example there. Why? Why? Because there's because there's there is a known inconsistency with bartenders. Because if you're a regular, they're gonna hook you up more than I'm just it, trying to make a general But the point. thing is that you are pouring the drink versus you're making this staple that is supposed to fit in the container, this much is supposed to be in there. When I get my fry basket at wherever I want them to stick out, not to all okay, fit in. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so so say you go to Chick Fil A anywhere, and so, I'm that's anywhere. So say you go to Chick Fil A. Do you eat Chick Fil A? Yeah, I do okay. on occasion. Okay, so say Chick Fil A A, your fries stick out of the basket. Chick Fil A B, it looks like they done ate half of them before they sent them to you, and they took all the big <laughs> ones and left you with the little fucking crumbly ones. Right, they they got so the there's no of consistency. I, no, which no, is no, I get that. It's irritating because it in a chain. It should be the same or close to the same every time. But do you know how we fix that? You fucking put a we foot don't. in them kids' asses. No, we just don't go. I don't go. Go not going to Chick Fil A is not an option, dude. I, I'm I'm telling you. Even in the past, you know us white people live on guacamole toast and Chick Fil A guacamole and Star- toast. Starbucks. <laughs> You mean avocado toast? Avocado toast. (laughs) Guacamole toast. (laughs) That's basically what it is. Stop tricking it up. Motherfucker is fucking guac. Well, no. So so they call it avocado toast, except they take avocado and smush it up and put garlic in it and then say, it's still avocado. Bitch, you have now made guacamole. Here's the... I don't know if I spoke about this or not on the podcast because it's been a month since I've done it because I'm a fucking shitbag. But... And your shit back for bullshitting me that it's one, only week. Been one week. I, was I know, but I know, but you I know, just, how, been in here you know like, how hard it is to do nah. one during the week. Here's the thing: we, it's almost impossible for me to do, do one during the week because I get off of work at six o'clock. So if I get off of work at six, no one's want to really do anything at seven o'clock. I can't. I, Actually, I get off at six thirty. Excuse I, me. I mean, I can't. I can't suck down eight or ten beers before you get here and then still go to work and drink all night while we talk. No, we only drink three beers while we're doing this. But I mean, we've been drinking before, but three. we're not. Uh, we're not in a bad spot right now. But anyway, so what, what I'm getting at is, I lost my chance. Thought. Stop sucking on that motherfucking thing, nigga. Subaru fucking Subaru and, driver. Hashtag Hoonigan boy. Oh, by the way, go see Keenan at his um, open house on the, I think it's the 28th? 28th. Of November? I'll have to bring this Don't quote me on that. It's on Facebook. Check his Facebook page out, and he's having a uh, open house um, coming up here soon. Um, he was on the podcast earlier, and um, he definitely said, bring your vapes. Bring your vapes. Bring your vapes, because we know Subaru drivers. Cloud Boy, Cloud Boy, bring it up. Bring your watts, bro. Anyway, where were we getting at with this? Something about fast food consistency. Yeah, just don't go, man. Cook for yourself. It's way better. No, it really is. It's just a matter of convenience. It is. Um, We spend so much money on eating out, and it's it's fucking ludicrous. let Let me tell you about a crock pot. And we're not talking about, oh, we're going to throw, like, four four pieces of chicken and some barbecue sauce in a crock pot. No, 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 no. My Pinterest has about 20 pot, crock pot Wait, wait, wait. You're talking there. to the wrong person. Have you ever come over here and had some fucked up ass food? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm, we're not getting on that. I'm talking about the fast food shit, nigga. Oh. I'm not talking about, you, you like, you're cooking. I 
Have I ever complained? No, because I make some bangers. Because nigga, that chicken last week was pretty fucking good. The ribs. The ribs. The ribs were on point. I appreciate that. Even though you made me eat that last one, and I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> Nobody. I wasn't ready for it. that last rib. Yeah, I was not prepared for that last rib, but it was mad meat on that shit. Even though you was over here fucking half-assing your ribs. Well, I'm speaking white. of which, I no 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 no. There's no excuse for the amount of meat that you left for the motherfucking rib, nigga. Well, you can't well, eat well, ribs and chicken with, the, with, the with pe- leaving mad meat on that what shit. What the people didn't hear because they weren't here was Ryan. You didn't grow up in a black household. I don't give a fuck what the fuck you raised. The problem is, is America wastes too much goddamn food anyway. Y'all be throwing all of this motherfucking shit away. I give well, all leftovers two weeks unless it has mold on it. Well, you know, I'll cut it off and eat the rest. You know what white people do when they go grocery shopping, right? They throw shit, the old no, shit away no, in, no. The, in the well, refrigerator? No, no. They go and they say, I'm going to buy this bag of spring mix so I can throw it away in a week. Horrible. We Dude, all do it. No, no, no. No, no, That's a lie. All of us don't do it because I don't do it. I said white people. Well, okay. So, the problem is, is like the grocery store thing wasn't meant for you to go for a fucking week and get a basket full of motherfucking groceries. The whole point of, like... The whole market thing is you get what you need, that is it. Only what you need. No. So if you're ready to cook for the night, you get off work, you go to the market, you get whatever you're going to cook for that night, maybe have leftovers for lunch the next day or even dinner for the next day, and that is it. Oh, no, I agree. And, it, and it, it does work better. We used to go like big, oh shit, big time grocery shopping, you know, for a week or plan all these meals out and then yeah then you end up going out to eat with your family or you know somebody does something or whatever it's right and it fucks your whole schedule up so we started doing like a two or three day thing where we'd get way less but Mm -hmm. it would all get used right and it works better that way and 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 i think and at that point too you can make a better deal for yourself because you're not shopping off the actual price of it you're shopping off of Necessity. The, uh, no, no, no. The, the 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 price that's next to the actual uh, uh, unit price tag, pound. the unit per pound, because you know you're going to use it, so the unit per pound is actually worth it to look at. Because if you get the bigger one, it might be a dollar cheaper, right? A couple dollars cheaper. You never know. So that's something to take into consideration. Versus, oh well, no, I just I'm going to buy this big one, even though I don't need it all, even though I'm going to throw it away in fucking five days. Even right, like, and you have five days more left. You have five days left of it in the back still. Right, and obviously some things hold longer than others, but like vegetables and produce don't hold, but for so long. A couple days. Yeah. There shouldn't be wax on that shit. No, there should. But there is. There is. Because people can't fucking, they can't go to the grocery store and just buy what they need. They have to buy, oh, well, I think I'm going to need, I think I'm going to need. That's why those motherfuckers go to the fucking grocery well, store. See, like, like when I was, when I was a kid, my grandparents split up and my grandmother moved to England. Mm-hmm. So England is, is, they're not called states. They're called like provinces or some shit. I don't I know mean, what the fuck they're called. Yeah. But it's broken up into smaller communities, just how we are. You know, yeah. we're, we're the United States, but we're splitting the states. Yeah. And then we're splitting the cities. Yeah. So, they have these little tiny towns within, you know, amongst their their bigger vicinities. Yeah. So, they live just outside of a, not a big town, but, so she said they could walk to the grocery store. So, every night after the guy she was with at the time, uh, when he would get off work, they'd walk into town, mm-hmm. they'd get what they were going to cook for that evening, 
for dinner and yeah. then for breakfast. And then they'd walk back home and cook, and then she'd cook in the morning, and then yeah. they'd do the same thing every day. Yeah. And she said, you didn't have wasted food because you bought what you needed for, you know, the next 24 hours, and then yeah. it just worked. Yeah. Or if you if you even plan for, like, the two days. Oh, matter. yeah. Like, you can plan for two days, but and, like, and you're fine. But, like, for a week or ten days, that's just... It's ridiculous. It, it doesn't work. It, it doesn't work for anybody. Unless you're unless you're seriously food prepping, and you're on a schedule, you're on a regimen, there's nothing that's going to fuck you up. And you're, you're, you're planning like for five per, days, you're a and you do person. it every five days. Right. You are a single person, more than likely, because doing it with the kids, I'm sure, is not yeah, easy. Yeah. No, Because, not. Daddy, I don't want to eat this. Fuck. Now i got to cook something else. Or now I was like, okay, well, will you eat this instead of eating that? Like, okay, yeah, because I don't want the same thing every day. I don't want the same... I don't mind eating the same thing. I could eat the same thing for a fucking month and not give a fuck. As long as I got something to eat, I don't give a fuck. For well, and, that, and that's the same thing for me, but yeah. I can't speak for fucking everyone else. Yeah, I, and kids are picky. And you have to speak for three fucking people. Right. So. Yeah, and some days you're just like, I had a shit day at work. We're going to get Chick-fil-A. And then that fucks your whole schedule up. Yeah. It's an extra day on every yeah. thing in your fridge. And then it's easy to get out of the habit. You know, so tonight we go to Chick-fil-A, and then tomorrow we're going to dinner with her parents. Yeah. And then, now it's Friday. Well, it's like, okay, well, we're going to have people over, so we're not going to make chicken salad. No, give me those leftovers, dog. No, we're, we're going to go. What in the fridge? What's already in there? What's in the Tupperware, dog? We're going to go buy a bunch of moldy? shit to throw in the grill. No, no, no. Hook your boy up over here. <laughs> Yo, 100%, if you buy too much food for your motherfucking household, and you need to get rid of it, and you don't want to throw it away, invite my black ass over. <laughs> Oh, oh, word. Free dinner? What's up? There's what you got? Is it wholesome? Fuck it. Give it to me. I don't give a shit. You know what a good deal is? For all y'all listening, go get you a Costco membership. They got these pre-made meals. They're in like... Uh, oh, they're doing pre-made meals now. They're like 11 by 8. It's like a aluminum foil bottom with a plastic top you put foil on it. They got all kinds of meals. It's like 15 bucks. All of them are banging. All of them. So are, are we on the level of like the Blue Apron and all the, I don't want to say trendy like meal prep things, but they, they are trendy, but they're good. See, the problem with those is I know how to cook. I don't, it's I, not about knowing how to cook. I don't, I don't think that's knowing how to cook. It's more of just like it's already prepared for you. There's no cutting shit. There's no fucking yeah, measuring she, shit. That, it's everything you need. Yeah, that but is it. The problem is <clears throat> so as a kid, my mother was she worked. It was just me and her and my brother. Yeah. And she worked nights. So I always had to cook. So when you cook, you don't need to cook to a recipe. You need to see what ingredients there are, mm-hmm. but you don't need to see units of measurement because it doesn't matter. But no, no, that's the thing. That this, this is what the Blue Apron. I know for Blue Apron for itself, like it cuts that out. No, I know, but what I'm saying the is packages. You put the so, package in. so you pay this this steep price to get these pre measured ingredients and all this shit, but you don't need an exact science for this shit. It's super easy. No, cooking as a whole is easy. Baking, it, when cooking, you, cooking is an art. I is an art form, but it's so easy. It is. It is easy. It is easy, it's saying, easy for people to read instructions, but I still think it's part of an art form because there's a lot of times where you cook something and you're like, no, 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 this is missing a lot of shit. I'm going to throw this in here and make this better. What I'm saying is when you cook, you can go in the pantry and find, you can just grab shit. Yeah. 
and it doesn't matter about volume. Obviously, if you put 96 cans of baked beans in your soup, it's going to taste like shit. It's going to taste like baked beans. Right, exactly. But what I'm saying is <laughs> cooking a dinner doesn't require specific volume or measurements. No. Whereas but- when you bake, baking is chemistry. So if the proportions aren't right, you have now fucked it up. Right. So what I'm saying is baking needs to be accurate. Cooking does not. No, but so if, these, if these, someone's saying, hey, you're cooking this chicken marsala. Okay. And we're going to give you everything you need for the chicken marsala. Nothing less, nothing more. But it's it's easy. And there's nothing wrong with that because you're making it to there. It's easy, but you pay for the convenience. And what's wrong with paying con- with convenience? Because if you have any skill in the kitchen, you don't need it. No? Yeah. You know how to drive, right? Yeah. What's wrong with paying for Uber? Because I only pay for Uber if I'm fucking hammered. I mean, that's fine, but you know how to drive, right? It's not convenient. It's you pay for a driver's legality. license. You pay for a driver's license. Sometimes. Yeah, you pay for a fucking, you pay your insurance, right? You pay, to, you pay for that motherfucking vehicle. It is your vehicle. Not any, it's not the state, it's not the cities. They can't tell you what to do with it. They can tell you that you can't drive drunk with it. It's not, they can tell you that you can't use that as a weapon, but when you're out of someone else's shit, but it's, eh, not convenient. It's, out of, it's out of your hands. That's not convenience. That's legality. What? Uber? Yeah. Uber is com- legal. Well, I'm saying and it's mad convenient because they pick you up right at your motherfucking front door. I, I'm saying for me, it's not convenience. It's legality. It is convenient. It's not convenient. It's convenient as fuck for you not to have a DUI. No, it's legal. It is mad convenient. <laughs> it is. You. For you not to have a DUI. Yeah, but you missed a word. Excuse me. You missed a word. No, I didn't miss a word. Missed, it is mad convenient. It's mad convenient for me to not get an additional DUI. I'm just saying, bro. No one asked you to be Tron. I can get a DUI without being Tron. I mean, I can get a DUI by not. I can't take that off. Never mind. I Yeah. My whole thing is is yeah you do pay for convenience. There's a lot of things that we pay for convenience. You pay for your Costco membership because it's convenience. Where else are you gonna buy bulk? Mm, nowhere. Conveniently, you can buy it at Costco. But guess what? You gotta pay for that motherfucking membership. I agree. So, point taken. No, I guess I can see where you're coming from. I think I think it's a great convenience. I think for my personal self. It's a waste of money, because I don't mind prepping. It doesn't take me that long to prep. But I've also I've it, always had and, to cook. But that's the thing is it takes away from that prep. It, it's but every it everything that you need is in this box. Meal one right here in this box. You take everything out of the box. You may have to read a few but instructions see, and bam, bam, bam. You put some shit together. Put it in the oven. Good to go. You know, in thirty minutes. You have a meal for the entire family, and we are good to go. And I have to do nothing more. Nothing more. I didn't even have to put much thought into this. But I also love to cook. And fair, it, it does take away from that. I it like, takes away from that passion. Like, I, I love to cook. Like, you've been over. I love having... Nigga, no, no, no. I, I, I'm going to correct you on that. You love to grill. Yeah, and you've just been over during grilling season. I hate grilling in the summer. I hate standing out there. Yeah, because it's hot outside and you're in front of a hot fire. Yeah, but during the fall, it's fucking game on. So you're like Dylon. In the summertime, hot fire. I spit hot fire. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we grill in the summer. It was just we bought that that fire pit. Like, I think we bought that fire pit the weekend that you first came over. Yeah, 
it's just it's it's easy. It's it's like an inner the fire pit that we have now is almost like an entertainment piece. So it you, is. You can sit around it and you can chit chat and you can be warm and you can be warm and it also constantly makes food for you. You Very know, true. because Very you true. put a, a plethora of things on it and then they all cook at different rates. So it's just like okay, well this is done. Okay, so everybody snacks on it. And now this uh, is. Have done. you seen the, the the Instagram video? I I don't I don't know the dude's name. My friend showed me the video yesterday. Uh, fat black dude. He's rapping about grilling and shit, and he's like the burgers cook fast and the chicken cook slow. I haven't seen that. That was the first thing that just came up in my mind. I'm sorry. I had to just just throw that out there. No, but it just works good. Like, I lo- I love to have people over. I love. I just like being outside with friends and drinking and having a, like all dudes love fire obviously dudes love why to you sit, why are you throwing me into this boat dudes love to set shit on fire i think that's the pyro and dudes i don't think that like it, there's this magical thing with fire and dudes no we just i just like no i think a lot of men like to be destructive yeah <laughs> i like being destructive i'm not gonna lie i was a kid that smashed all my foot if you were a metal toy i smashed it I wanted to crush it. What a hammer? Yep. Got one out. Smashing all. Car accidents? All my cars have been in. Uh, I can't say about that, but... I did. I love to break some shit. That's why I watch the fucking Russian dash cams on YouTube. Well, those are... Because you don't know if you're going to get some dude drinking a fucking fifth of vodka and then doing some dumb shit. Or no, no. A all fucking you, all polar you bear is, ripping a fucking roof off. No, all you see is accidents galore. Them dudes don't know how to drive, but they're always drunk. No, no, no. The problem is, is they're all fucking crazy. And I think some of them do it on purpose. Because you watch some of them and you're like, there's no way that you did not do that on accident. How many times do people make a left-hand turn from the far right-hand lane? Do you go through your mind of how sane that really is? It's not. It's not an intelligent move. No. It's not a smart move at all. Not at all. It's not a common sense move. It is not something a normal person would probably think of doing. Why would you do that from the far right-hand lane, from the furthest point of where you're trying to go? Because vodka. I don't think because vodka. I think. I mean, they don't have like think, they don't have running water. It's like you gotta drink potato water or you don't drink. I think Russians are just a little crazy. Putin's coming for you. I think no, 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 no. I just <laughs> think they're a little crazy. I think I think a, when you when you get on, if you ever think of the mindset. Of people culturally. Okay. You ever think about that? Like, if you meet someone who is a certain ethnicity, maybe they're maybe they're Puerto Rican. Do you ever think about like what you might say to this person, or uh, how you might interact with this person differently than you do with the black guy over here? No, because I treat everybody the same. I'm not saying treating them the same, but how you interact with them, like the conversations you might have, or the questions you might have about, like just about their culture, well, about well, maybe even about the food they eat. Okay, well, no, like so, so your your uh, you, your scenario is perfect because you're a black dude. Yeah. Right. Okay. So the guy that rents from me, he's he's Puerto Rican. His parents are Puerto Rican. Wait, you you talking about Chris? Chris? Yeah. 
He's fucking Filipino and oh yeah, he's Filipino. Yeah, yeah, don't don't fuck that up, man. Sorry, you over here fucking shit up, and he's fucking listening to this, and he's gonna be like, man, you know what? He's getting fuck fucked Ryan. up with schooners right now. That nigga thought I was Puerto Rican. Fuck this nigga, yo. Well, I'm like two two uh thirty ounce rum and cokes. I don't give a fuck, nigga. Don't fuck that shit up. Okay, well either way, I'm just saying out of respect for him. You're right. No, I did fuck that up. You however, fucked that up. However, scenario is still similar. <laughs> I treat you the same. Yeah. I treat him the same. No, 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 no. We're not talking about like treat. Of I course, know. we we treat everybody on the same level. But the way, like, uh, the way that I would interact with a uh, Puerto Rican would be a different way than I would re- interact with um, West Indian, because they come from two totally different worlds. So, how would you treat them different? No, no, no. I say interact. Okay, I don't well, say treat we... them differently. I say interact. Okay. Well, sorry. So I, the conversations, I'm using the, wrong the conversations, or the questions that I might have for them culturally. Or even if we're just shooting the shit, it would shit. just be cu- culturally specific, right? And that's what I'm saying is like, yo, know, like the, like, I've when people say, "Oh, I don't see color," nigga, shut the fuck up, because you do see color. If you don't see color, you have a problem. You should see color, and you should see culture with that color, right? So, what I may ask you. And what I may ask another black dude, and what I may ask a Samoan or Puerto Rican or fucking Filipino or Rastafarian, if if I'm asking the same question, I might word it differently between between them a little differently, because I don't want to offend this person. I I want to be open minded. I want to I want to ingest everything that they culturally have to say, well, well, because I might not. They might tell me something that I don't fucking know. Well, I think I think a big thing with that is like. People are so sensitive about their culture that they take things offensively. Like, I don't think people are, people are one hundred percent sensitive about the culture. I think people are sensitive in when it comes to the history of their culture. Right, but so say, say you did something. I, I've I've jabbed at you for being a black, dude. I don't give a fuck. Exactly, and. If you gave a fuck is where it would become a problem because you know that I'm not, I'm not fucking with you for real. I'm just taking jab that you just to have fun, right? I know I get pulled over because I'm black, but I'm talking about from, <laughs> from my perspective. Like, like say we went shooting and I said, Chris, you, you got to turn it sideways. You know, the sights are on the side, not on the top. Would you feel offended? I would look at you just like this. Exactly. And you'd be like, fuck you, Ryan. Oh, uh, nigga, but I know how to aim this gun. Fuck you. And then, and we'd keep on going. And I'd, I'd cluster mine tighter than you would because I'm a better go, shot than you. Yeah, exactly. Because right. I don't go shooting. I, I don't either. I, but it would. Well, no, which is kind of funny because I'm pretty sure you probably have four times as many guns as I have. I have one, so you probably have four, right? Am I right? Am more, I close? More than four. <laughs> but but see, anyway, but you would take it in fun, right? Uh, yeah, I don't give a fuck. But it, the thing is, I don't give a f- I don't give a fuck. I know, and that's how everybody should be, right? Right. Exactly. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Stop. Clear it, clear it, clear it. Step back for a while. Everyone can't give a fuck. Everyone should not give a fuck. No, but you... No, no, no. But you... You don't understand. I don't give a motherfucking fuck. I don't either. Zero. I, but unless it affects your day to day, no, 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 you no, 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 no. There are some things that affect my day. 
that like may affect me emotionally. But not me taking jabs at your shooting jokes. But that's what I'm saying is like no, when, even when things uh, uh, t- like have to deal with me myself as a person, right? Ninety six. I'll I'll give it that. Ninety six percent of the time, I don't give a fuck. I don't, and I can't because that's not my personality. I am not the person to ever give a fuck. I got pulled over two weeks ago. Do I give a fuck? No. Nope. Okay. I I, I chat. I, I text some friends about it, and I'm like, yo, bro, I got pulled over for a fucking broken tail like in P town. But do I really give a fuck? No. No. Shit don't matter. I got speeding tickets. I gave a fuck that week, but the week after that, nigga, I don't give a flying shit. Until exactly. I step into that courthouse and I'm trying to pay y'all niggas money and then this bitch over here telling me to empty my motherfucking pockets like, bitch, I did. It's like, no, 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 what's that? What the fuck does it matter? It ain't fucking metal, bitch. Right. Okay, I give a fuck at that point in time. But after that, do I give a fuck? What I'm saying is... No. Until it affects your day-to-day, people people shouldn't be so uptight. Like, like you could, you could joke on me for all these motherfucking kids that shoot up schools are white dudes and they are 100% how how many times a black dude shot up a school not ever never not a single once but they still treat us some kind of way exactly and if you joked on me I'd be like yeah you're right because that shit don't affect my day to day it doesn't affect your day to day but, but, but the way things affect people is differently People people decide to put their emotions into things, and I can't I can't particularly knock them for that. I I'm not gonna say anything bad to anybody who takes anything to heart because I don't take into heart nearly what most will do right. at all. And I I catch a lot of flack because I don't take things to heart. I don't take politics politics into heart. I don't. Oh, they're give they're a all fuck. shady. Republicans, I, I, Democrats, they're all pieces of shit. Both sides of the fence. Hundred percent. I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there. Shit. I don't give a fuck to vote. Yeah, I don't. I have no desire into doing it because I don't want to feed into it. I don't feel like it even matters. You're gonna complain about something. You keep sucking on that motherfucking dick, nigga. Anyway, I, I don't. I don't feel like. I don't feel I'm like just it matters. The Hoonigan project. <sighs> <laughs> Anyway, I, I just don't feel like I don't feel like my time, my energy, my emotions, and my heart change anything. Need to go no 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 no. Just need to go into anything that doesn't matter. Or anything that doesn't work. I, it doesn't work. No, it never has and I, it never will. I guess I guess having kids changes it too because you're for the welfare of your kids. Right. If it don't affect my wife or me or my kids, I don't give a fuck. But I feel like a lot of things affect your kids. Unfortunately. And oh yeah, like like a lot of things that we do now definitely affect your kids. But some of that shit I have no control over. Right, but when you play a small just the tiniest part into it. I guess. And I'm not talking about like even politics per se. I'm just saying anything. Recycling. No. Even if it even if it is a real thing, or if it isn't, people believe that it isn't. It isn't. Even if it's, I don't want this to end up in a landfill. I want to make the smallest carbon uh, trail that that I can. So I'm going to do things in a certain fashion. 
Okay, well, hold on. Let's talk about recycling for a second. So, so the whole the whole world is trying to go green, right? Trying, trying to well, collectively, collectively. <laughs> oh, but but the thing no, is, I'm saying collectively. I understand collectively, but the way that we are going about it is fucking retarded. Well, I'm saying the idea. I understand the idea, but do you know what the real idea part of it is? Ride a bike. Well, no, I know. First and foremost, well, I'm saying, ride a fucking it, bike. Stop driving. It was what they what they present to you, right? So, but they present a shit. Okay, I know. I but agree. However, on. let's say at surface level, what they present to you is recycle your cardboard, recycle your plastic, blah blah blah, right? But and, and but here's the thing, and in surface level, I hope what I put in that recycling bin. Actually, does get recycled. I know, and that, and that's what I'm getting at. So, so hold on, go ahead, hold on, hold on. go ahead. Okay, go so ahead. at surface level, it's recycle your cardboard, recycle your plastics, right. blah blah blah, your newspaper, right. this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Not dirty shit, but all the clean stuff. Okay, right. fair enough. Okay, and now, so manufacturers are being pressured to make more recyclable packaging. To, right? Yeah, to use recycle okay. recycle packaging. Okay, which then why the fuck do they only come once every two weeks? Because they already know most people don't recycle. Exactly. And no, and that's the thing. So, but the thing no, is, we're only talking about this area. No, I know, but I can't speak for the rest of the country because I don't live there. Right. What that's I'm what I'm saying. saying. Like, so, we know that, in this area, they only come once every two weeks. Right. And what I'm saying is, they push and push and push and push and push. It's like, okay, well, trash comes once a week. Mm-hmm. Recycling comes twice a week. In theory, in theory, there are... The, the packaging, which is supposed to be recyclable, is what you're getting rid of, right? And then right. the contents of what is inside of what is packaged... Should be consumed. Should, should be consumed. So, in theory, the trash should come once every two weeks. And the recycling should come every one week. Or but every the, week. But, but at the same time, you also have to go on the trends of people. So, if you're going... I know, but what let's I'm, just. But that's what I'm saying. But let's just say, let's just say they started. They started 100 fresh. They were gonna wipe it clean. They're gonna say, "Hey, look, we're gonna we're gonna start for on this day. We're gonna do week for week, both of them on the same week." But when we're getting to the point of we're like, okay, so we're only getting half recyclable, full trash. Why would we come out for half recyclable when we can just wait another week and just like, okay, so now we're getting full. All right, we'll we'll do full recyclable and we'll only come. Well, I I guess. So it's, I mean, it's, it's everybody's responsibility, but right. I guess for us, which obviously isn't the same for every household. Yeah, we blow through recycling a thousand percent quicker than we do trash. Right, and I'm sure, and and knowing knowing your wife, she's she's right. very ethical with with trash and you know li- yeah, yeah. lifestyle and whatever. So yeah, I, I burn your, your, I burn more shit because. I have to get rid of it. I can't have just my fucking yard piling up with boxes and whatever. Dude, now you're polluting. Well, I gotta make a fire. You're polluting though. Well, sorry about your bad luck. I'm not talking about the trash you're burning. I'm not talking about the, the burning wood. But I'm just saying. <sighs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take a two second break to get some beers at that fridge. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. So back from the break. Um, so are you? Are you recycling or no? We recycle some. <clears throat> Most of the time on the weekend, we got people over. I go scavenging through the uh, the recycle bin for some shit to get the fire started. But for the most part, we ain't tossing it in the trash. We're 
Try and recycle. If they came more often, they'd get more of it. Hmm. But like I said, uh, <clears throat> I, f- I feel like a lot of people don't re- they don't realize how much they can recycle. I I, I think it's hit or miss. I, I've seen several things where <clears throat> it's from these recycling centers, and they say that people think they can recycle more than they can. So I think. I think it's on both ends of the spectrum. I think if they were more clear about what they wanted you to recycle, they would get more because mm-hmm. I think that people recycle shit that they can't recycle and it contaminates recyclable things. So it's all have to be trashed. Um, I mean, I, I think if you just look on the packaging and you look for the triangle with the circle, with the arrows around it, that tells you if it's recyclable or not. Right, it's but that's simple. But then when people put non-recyclables with those recyclables... It's because they're morons. Right. Well, however, in other countries, I've seen... Granted, you would have to have better public transportation than the U.S. does. But you can pay for your train tickets in, like, bottles or other recyclable goods. It yeah. pays for your, you know, your public transportation ticket for the day. Hmm. Um, which is kind yeah. of a neat thing. Where... Where where's where's this? I I've never heard of this. I've seen it in Japan, not personally. I've seen I think it they're a lot more forward than we are, though. Oh yeah, as far as progressively. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I'm not saying that we're left in like the old ages, but I think we are because there there's so many there's so many areas and so much different terrain that we we have to where just resources aren't as prominent in one area than another. Well, if you think about it, Japan is predominantly everything is imported. So they they worry about what they're using and how they use it and how they get rid of it better than we do because we just have this vast land of resources to either dump it or you know, we don't have to import as much as they do. And not only that is they're you you look at Japan and it's this their their communities are a lot tighter. Oh yeah, they to where you go from community to woods, nothing, few people here and there, to community, woods, here, nothing. Whereas here is like, okay, you have these big metropolitan areas, but then you venture out and there's people just spread about within thousands of miles. Oh yeah. I mean if you think about it America is predominantly only settled on the on the coasts. Yeah. I mean, you have large cities like Chicago and Cleveland and... Couple, Still kind of close to the coast, though. I mean, they're inland, though. They're not on the ocean Kind of close, but, but not far. Right, but, but the middle of the United States is still nothing. Yeah. Whereas all of Japan is, you know, it's all built up. Yeah. And there are places that... Um, you can go to what? What? Oh, fuck! What was the name of the place that just had? Uh, not just had, but they had the um, the whole they had the tsunami and then the nuclear plant that um Fukushima, melted down Fukushima. Yes, and the the thing is, people don't understand. It's like, no, they're still dealing with that. Oh yeah, no. they're they're storing um uh reactive water in that city. Well, they're trying to store it there. It's all right. Right, but they, the ocean. thing is they have no long-term plan for it. And well, and how do you get rid of it? 
You can't. You just have to wait for the Half-Life to continue to half, and then it's well with it's well out of our lifetime. Right. And you're talking barrels of water that are just oh, it's sitting. It's like five hundred thousand gallons a day that rushes through there. Right. And that's that's a whole other a whole other subject. That's a whole different level of 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 intelligent thought that I don't. I've never thought of. I've never put much thought into. And but I know that it is a a subject that um has to be taken care of and thought of and planned for. Oh yeah. Um, not even that, but just I don't know. I. I don't know if you heard about uh, Portsmouth. So the recyclables there were apparently even getting thrown away as if it weren't recyclables. Yeah, and I've heard about that not just in Portsmouth. I've heard about it all over the all over the U.S. So are we talking, what was the vice president's name, Tim? Uh, um, um, Joe Biden. No. Um, Clinton. Clinton's vice president. Gill? More Gil, um, fuck, what was his name? Uh, I'm not sure. I can't. He he said recycling was a scam. Um, still sucking that fucking motherfucking thing. Do you just have to, bro? It's just a habit. You, you sucking that grape vape? It's a grape. That's not grape. Wow, well, that's a shame. It's starting to get burnt, so it's about to be put away here in a minute. Car show vapes. You should follow them on Facebook. They're fucking hilarious. If you don't know about car show vapes, I have not seen that. Shout out to car fo- <laughs> car show vapes on Instagram. Uh, I I don't know where that dude is from who started that, but he's um I I think he might be from Kentucky area. So is it all fucking uh, Carolina squat trucks? No, it's all about people at car shows and vaping. I know, but car shows in Kentucky would probably all be Carolina squat trucks. No, that's Carolina. Where you see Carolina squat trucks? Yeah, well, it's, it's in you. To be I, you're mm, you're no. you're stretching kind of far there, brother. And I don't think you're. No, no, no. There's not a lot of squatting in in Kentucky. I can say, I've seen the Volkswagen scene there is actually pretty pretty big. Yeah. Um, but as far as squat, no, it's not a thing there. For the record, if you own a Carolina squat truck, you're a piece of shit. And you come to night moves. I wish that we would turn you away. I wish that you'd fucking like wreck that truck. Yeah. Into a pile of fucking dicks. Have your daddy buy you the rest of that lift kit. (laughs) I know the blocks are cheap at advance. It's just blocks and U-bolts. I get it. How I lowered all my trucks. However, no, but they're lifting the front and keeping the stock rear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. The, the rear stock. I'm, excuse me. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, they're, so they're, well, they're, they're, probably they're, doing, they're feeding into the market, but only halfway. They're probably just dropping the rear because the front shit's the expensive no, shit. No, 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 no. They're lifting the fronts, dude. There's no way that they are squat. They're dropping the rear and lifting the front. That that is. If you're doing that, you're a piece of shit. Either way, I and I I think fuck them all. If if I have any friends that um, squat trucks, I seriously want to punch you in the fucking dick because I fucking hate you. 
I hate you with a passion because you are doing things that are opposite, opposite of things that are intelligent. <laughs> what is the purpose of squatting a truck? There is no purpose at all to squat a motherfucking truck. What are you doing? You're looking like a dog that shits, vulnerable, and you're looking at me weird because I'm watching you make stool. So it's so it's like the opposite of least likely to succeed. No, you're it, no, you're, it's most likely to fail. <laughs> I mean, but that's least likely to succeed. I know, but it's it's more to the point. Uh, but it's you know no. How about this? Least likely? No, you're not going to succeed with your truck look, looking like that. If I if if you, man, if I were in management position, which I will never be because I'm black, but if if I were a manager and I saw you pull up in a truck like that, I would automatically think, great, you're a fucking asshole. You are an asshole. Why? Because you can't see shit with your headlights on because they point up to the fucking sky. Oh, I agree. Two, what what are you doing with your life? Your truck is useless. Useless. You should own a Jeep. Because what is it? I'm not going to say it's 100% useless, but it is... You can't it, push it, shit in the back. You can't push shit in the back. If you got two kids and got a two-door Jeep, what are you going to do with your groceries? Put them in the trailer that you own? Oh, yeah, I forgot. You got to have a trailer that owns a Jeep. That's the only way it's useful. So what would you say to people that bitch at us for having them low-ass cars that scrape? Fuck you. I agree. My, my, I mean, my car scrapes if I hit a bump that's big enough. But I don't give a shit. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't scrape all the time. I agree. I hate when people get all... Do you think it's the only thing I own? Why do you drive cars that scrape on speed bumps? Why do you give a fuck? Yeah. I'm scraping on the speed I bumps. I guess, but you know what? At the same time, it's like, you know, at the same conversation, it's like, what do you own the truck that squats? Why do you give a fuck? <sighs> You're right. I guess. Because, nigga, your headlights are fucking too fucking high. You can't see shit. Why do I give a fuck? Because I'm not trying to have you wreck into my shit. That's why. I can actually see with my headlights. How about yours? I guess the same argument goes for when I stretch my ears way out and I got, what are you going to do when you're 60? Good question. I, I don't know. I'll see when I get there. I don't give a fuck. They're earlobes. But it, it, same with tattoos. Or what am I going to, what am I going to do when I'm 60? When I have a tattoo of fucking Richard Pryor on my leg, I'm going to get it touched up. I'm going to be thankful that I'm still alive. Oh no, I'm going to, I'm going to get it touched up. Yeah. Because people are going to ask, yo, who is that? Or Richard Pryor. Who's Richard Pryor? Well, do you like things that are funny? Yeah. Okay, we'll go watch a Richard Pryor movie. Right. And you'll see where it came from. You'll see all the jokes that, that have already been said before. Richard Pryor said them. Right. He, he had already said that shit. You think nigga is a new thing? Do you think the whole white people voice is, is a new thing? No, no, no. Richard Pryor did that shit back in the 70s, dog. It didn't come from nowhere. Right. So, there it is. There's a little history for you. And, I mean, unfortunately, I can't wait for Eddie Murphy to die because I'm going to get him tattooed on me, too. I'm going to tell him that shit next time I see him. Good. I, I would get Charlie Murphy, but he... Uh, unfortunately, he just, I guess he just wasn't famous enough. I don't know. Charlie Murphy was a funny guy, though. CB4 was an awesome, was an awesome movie. Did you watch CB4? I don't think so. You, you're fucking up. No, I, most, DJ Trons, you're fucking up. Most movies, if you ask if I've seen them, I ain't seen them. Why? I don't watch movies. I don't watch movies either. But you should see CB4. CB. CB4. I ain't seen. Cell them. Block Four. 
That's what it stood for. Can guarantee you. I ain't Charlie Murphy was in that movie. So was um, Chris Rock. Um, fuck. There's some other. There's some other good actors in there as well. But it. It was like your. What's the word I'm looking for? Um. Your spoof of NWA. Almost, but not quite. I gotcha. Yeah. You remember the House Party movies? No. Told you, I ain't seen no fucking movies. Look, I'm. can I give you a list of movies to watch? You can send them. And these are all, I think these are all musically inspired and also um, musically and or dance inspired. Okay. And they're all black. That's all right. Okay. Cell Block 4. CB4. You guys are sending it to me on Facebook because I'll forget in 10 minutes. I'm an, uh, we're going to tell you all this. We're going to tell you all this on the podcast so you can listen to it again. Okay. So Cell Block 4. Breaking. Beat Street. Stop sucking the motherfucking dick, nigga. Suck with the two C's. Um. So Breaking. Cell Block 4. Beat Street. Fuck. Man, there's some other good ones too. I know there's more good ones than I know that other than that. But I'm gonna tell you to get to watch those three. CB4 is not child friendly, but Breaking and Beat Street are they're a little child friendly, so you can watch them. Breaking you can definitely watch with the kids. Alright. Uh Beat Street, um, uh, maybe not. But they're they're older movies. Um, but they are a good watch. I would definitely recommend it. Maybe maybe they might uh Trigger some, you know, mixing some old school, some old school uh, music with some of your new school shit. Maybe get you to mix up a little bit yeah, of shit, you know. Might, might inspire me to play some new shit. Yeah, I, I, and I think, I feel like Beat Street would definitely kind of fit your mold a little bit. And I think you could mix a lot of that shit. You could mix in some of that stuff, and it, Is it people, shit most people know. No, no, but it's good shit though. Yeah. If you've seen the movie, you know what you know what the shit is. Okay. It, it's that great of a movie. See, the problem I have is most of the events I DJ now, they're they got to be kid friendly. So you're playing the shark, the uh, baby shark. Yeah. <laughs> and, some, and some Kiki, do you love me? Oh, Kiki, do you love me? You, I, my jeans are tight enough. I can do that. <laughs> No, it's just uh, I I don't I just don't get to play the, the party stuff. So, I mean, you, you're at a car event and it's kind of for it's, everyone. Yeah, so it's a, it's a it's a family friendly event. So I'm not upset about it. It's just when you when you get to play an unfiltered event, it's it's more for the music than than trying to watch what you're playing. It's yeah. more fun. Yeah. So. So do you come up with a with a playlist kind of like beforehand or an idea of what you're coming up beforehand depending on the kind of event that you're playing or no how's... so like so like for night moves I have like a I have a folder that's mostly clean stuff you know mm-hmm. I can I can play stuff that's got some cussing in it but you don't want nothing, nothing that's pretty foul yeah you don't want to play something too out there yeah so <clears throat> so I play that and then. Towards the end of the night, you can go, you know, something with a little dirtier, just because most of the kids have gone home. It's it's more the adults left. Yeah. However, like I've played 
I used to play at venue one twelve every Ooh. week. Um, right. so I, I I went taco night the other day. You went for taco night the other oh, day. They got some banging ass food, dude. The the. Mm. I, I'm sorry to get off topic, but the the pulled pork tacos, yeah, man, that that shit was on point. Yeah, Ryan and his team made some food in there. So, so these these are the you talking about these are the guys that came from uh, Tubby's? No, no, no. Ryan Bishop is one of the owners. Oh, okay, so the the guy, a lot of the guys that that uh, when Tubby's closed went uh-huh. to venue. Okay, so and they're over there now, and so when I was playing there. Ryan was just a bartender. He's now a co-owner. Mm-hmm. And then Mike Sanders, most people know him as Mike Nagger yeah. in the car community. Yeah. He was bartending there. John Lindsay was one of the owners. I don't know the other owner. But I was playing there during the week. Um, but so, yeah, their food's awesome. It was fun playing, but I was playing till 2, and I had to get up at four thirty, five o'clock for work. Yeah. And it's all the way on the south side, so... Just too much. Uh, it was just too much. Yeah, no, I I understand that. That's you got too much going on, especially with kids and whatnot. So can't be working twenty four seven. All right, so yeah, you were working at venue two eleven twenty four seven, fucking till two o'clock in the morning, then waking up at four o'clock in the morning. I don't I don't know how you how you manage that with kids. Yeah, so it, it didn't last real long. It was a. Uh, I did it for three or four months, and then it was just, <clears throat> it just wasn't working. So, I shut that down. I didn't DJ for a while. So, um, I started doing the Sumo Speed Night Moves once a month, big car club uh, meet out at the Sportsplex. So, once a month, we get a big get-together, bunch of cars. You know, a bunch of people, different vendors every time. Food, yeah. beer. Oh, wait, wait. Beer? Where? Oh, there's beer. Where? They sell beer. Ah, uh, I wasn't aware of this. Yeah. Okay. I want to be there for the beer. Right behind the booth. I think <clears throat> Big Ole makes needs to make a uh, appearance. I'm just saying. It'd be nice. But um, hopefully they're going to sponsor my podcast. I talked to Jim uh, about that... Um, you know, some growl fills and, you know, some make up a jingle for them. Jim. At Big Ugly. Oh, part, okay. Part, one of the uh, part owners of uh, Big Ugly. Okay. Uh, I met him back in, shit, 2000-something, man. Um, I knew his daughter from Forever 21 when I used to work there. And I went to a graduation party at her parents' house, who I eventually met, uh, Jim and Michelle, who... Our pot owners of uh, Big Ugly Brewing in Chesapeake, um, and I, <laughs> I mentioned the gym about you know, being a potential sponsor, but just free growler fills is all I wanted. Hell yeah, I could live with free growler fills anywhere. Yeah, you know, say hey man, you need some free growler fills and some glasses and and some, uh, you know, a handful of uh, cup, you know, uh, excuse me, um, um, you know, the things you put on the table. <laughs> Beer glasses? No, no, no. The, the coasters. I yeah, a handful so. of coasters, and like you know, uh, you know, I'll, I'll shout you guys out on the beginning of the beginning and end of the podcast. You know, I'll but, live with that. You know, he was like, "Yeah, we can do that," but you know, I just, I just haven't uh, put that set in stone yet, and 
I mean, I, I kind of talk from that. I still feel like I want to bother him, you know? Right. I, I don't want to seem bothersome. I don't want to be like that guy who's begging for something. Right. I mean, it's not that I'm I'm begging. It's just, I don't know. I, I like them. I, 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 I support their business. I support them, what they're doing. And I think they're doing... Um, they're doing great for themselves. Uh, and not only that is, I, so little though most people know that um, Jim and Michelle both still work full time jobs. Um, I know Michelle is a nurse, and Jim is either a doctor or a nurse. I haven't verified that with him, with him, but I was assuming he was a nurse. Somebody told me today he was a doctor, but he does work at a hospital. Right. But he still works a full-time job and does Big Ugly Brewing as well. I, I've heard good things about them. Um, I haven't been out there yet. It's a hike for me. It's yeah the better part of an hour because it's all the way down uh, the bypass. So. Yeah. I ain't been out there. I've seen it. I just ain't had time to stop and get a drink yet. But I definitely recommend stopping stopping in and you know just taking a taking a peek at what they got, what yeah. they got going on, and hopefully maybe catch an event that they have going on. They do are always doing something. Don't be yawning in the mic, nigga. Like, damn. I'm tired. I mean, I know it's late, nigga, but the, the mic picks up everything, man. The mic does pick up everything. It fucking picks up everything. Anyway, so we're at like, uh, we're almost at two hours. Yeah, we've been going strong. Yeah, man. All right. Here's the question of the podcast. Not the day, not the night, but the motherfucking podcast. What's the question of the podcast? Let me let me let me go ahead and wet my whistle for it. So, at what point in your life were you did you feel like you were least likely to succeed, and what did you do to overcome it? So, I think between the ages of, uh, mm, I'd say seventeen to twenty-two, mm. I felt like I was least likely likely to succeed. So, met my wife. Got her pregnant. Was not my wife at the time. And then I had my daughter. And having children is a game changer. Yeah. You got to get your shit together. Yeah. I mean, I guess you don't got to because plenty of people don't. But I feel like you should. You should. Oh, you absolutely should. Yeah. It just, I <clears throat> got a job at the shipyard. Worked my ass off. You got to. You owe it to your kids. It ain't about you anymore. Once yeah. you have kids, life ain't about you anymore. Once you know, once you have kids, it's about them. It ain't yeah. about you. So, yeah. But so th- those couple of years were rough. That was definitely a lot of heavy drinking and carrying on and doing shit I didn't have any business doing. Yeah. But yeah. So pre kid. Well, basically, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So from, so from like you know graduation of high school to to pre child, it was just a, a blur of alcohol and spending all my money on your quote unquote shit show. Oh, it was definitely a shit show. <laughs> I mean, it was fun. I I don't regret it. It was it was a learning experience. I feel like uh, I met a couple of guys, <clears throat> whether at work or outside of work. You know they. They jumped right into a career. You know, they, they kind of got a foot in the door early. Yeah. And then <clears throat> they kind of lose track, you know, midway through because 
they didn't have that time to let loose. Whereas the guys that have a couple of years outside of high school just to act like fucking idiots, you know, they kind of get it out of their system. Yeah. And then they're ready to settle down and get their shit together. You know, <clears throat> I wouldn't change it. I'm not saying I did it right, but yeah, I'm not saying. But I you did, did something. Yeah, I, I'm not saying I did it wrong either. So, but I think it, as long as you do something in that in that span of time, especially while you're young, just to kind of put yourself out there. Oh yeah. Not I'm not saying that like even doing it in a good way or bad way is quote unquote the right way. But as long as you do something that kind of oh yeah, there's exerts no, your energy. There's no right or wrong. I mean, I have. I got more memories than I could ever, you know, ever remember. Yeah. <clears throat> I had a ton of fun. Whatever. I got a ton of drugs. I, I mean, I, I did. I did a, I, I'm not trying to pry into that. No, but, you no, know. no. I did a couple that I, I shouldn't have done, but most of it was alcohol fueled. It was just. Yeah. Getting hammered, doing shit I wasn't supposed to be doing, doing real stupid shit in cars, especially when you grow up with a bunch of fucking car guys anyway yeah you're bound to do some real stupid shit in a car dumbass burnouts down the street oh you know? yeah you know yeah walk a car down the road at <laughs> you know third year spinning tires or whatever but yeah i ain't mad about it that's good i have my fun i think that's something that you can even pass on to your kids is like yo look like i mean i may get mad at you and i may be upset with you but at the same time you gotta live your life Exactly. And if you don't fuck up, you'll never learn anything. Right. I can't I can't discipline you for everything. I gotta let you learn on your own and it is what it is. Uh, I mean that's how I was. I don't I don't learn by somebody telling me. I gotta learn it the hard way. And no, I I mean I, I feel you on that. I'm exactly the same way. It's just like someone can give you the best advice, but it's just like kinda like I, I, I see what you're saying, but how about you just kinda guide me through this? Right. I you even mean, even if you don't, you're not taking the helms. Like, no, let me take the helm. But just kind of, you, you can know. tell me a hundred times, don't rock that dude at the bar, until I, you know, till I hit that dude in the face. <laughs> I ain't gonna learn. <laughs> I ain't gonna learn. Hundred percent. I'm not that hard headed. <laughs> like, no, I got this. I got this. Nah, I'm gonna rock this dude, yo, yo. Watch this. <laughs> I'm gonna watch prove this. y'all bitches wrong. Hold my beer. <laughs> oh shit. Send it. Exactly. Oh shit! Still gonna send it. Exactly. I mean, and given that, I mean, think about that. Like, here, here's my thing. Here, here's my challenge to you. Since you have kids and I don't, and I probably will never have kids because I'm living single life twenty four seven. Give your kids that room. Oh yeah. Let them I mean, experience things that, even though you don't agree, like, nah, I gotta let you do this on your own. So I'm just gonna act like I don't even know. I mean, it, you know, if I caught my kid doing like some real out of line shit, I'd stop. No, him. no, no. Th- by all means. But like, but, oh, you you want to drink them ten beers in an hour and you're fifteen? All right, have fun. Don't let me catch you. <laughs> no, I'm gonna watch you puking in the yard. I'm gonna catch you. Yeah, no, no. You're, going, you're going to be the one miserable in the yard. I can drink ten beers an hour. You can't drink ten beers in an hour. Well, I, I would say it's more of like along the lines of, you know, your kid's lying to you. Let them. But then when oh, the yeah. shit comes down the wire and shit goes wrong because you know it's going to go wrong. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, nah, I'm gonna let you suffer the consequences. Oh yeah. And then when the shit comes about, it's like, you know, you remember what I told you, right? You know that I am right. I was right from the get go, and you didn't listen to me. No. That- so I'm not gonna punish you because you've already been punished. There's no punishment needed beyond that. The funny thing is, like, you know, my mom was, she was wild as shit when she was younger. Rena's mom was wild, but we still both got away with a ton. Mm-hmm. There ain't no cards left. You ain't gonna get away with shit with me. Yeah. Or Rena. Like, we've done it all. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, you've done it all. So when they come to you with excuses or lies, and you, you see through it, you just kind of gotta let it go. Oh yeah, because you you and I think people people think that I okay you want your kid to be better than you. Oh yeah, but that doesn't mean your kid can't go down the same road that you did. Oh no, you and at the end when it's it's learning time when they're like fuck man I fucked up they're they're more willing to listen then after they fucked up than before they fucked up. I know and see I don't want my kids to be better than me. I don't want. I don't want them to be drug addicts. I just want them to be happy. If, yeah, I mean, oh, but I. Th- I think. I think. I, my my ideal parenthood is I want you to be at at my age where I am. I want you to be further along than me than I was. Yeah, but that's all. Ideally, ideally. No, but I mean that that's that's subject to who's looking at it. Cause well, no, it'd be you as a parent. That, I'm a, no, only is you as a parent. Ultimately, you, that way. ultimately, what it boils down to is when you say it is financially, right? Well, you say financially? Yeah. Uh, mm, not really. You want them to be further in their career or have more money in their 401k or, right? You you did all the... You, I want you to do the things that I wish I could have done at your age. Not Not saying that... Oh, I want to own a business, and you should own a business. No, no, no. We're not saying that. But I want you to be in the mentality of, if I did want to own a business, I could, but I don't. But instead, I'm going to do this. I'm just saying it. Life is subjective. It is. It, 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 everything in life is so subjective. So and people it, just so think it, that it's you not. Know, if it, you're happy with having less but traveling more, which is not what I want. So, and that's the thing. So, if your kid, if if uh, Reagan, when she turns between the ages of nineteen and twenty-two, she's been to ten different countries. She's already further further than you. Oh yeah, because I. I but only if it makes her happy. But that's what I'm saying. It, it, it's it's the part of happiness and being. You've done things that I wish I could have done when I was your age. I wish I, I, I wish I could have traveled. I wish I could have done this. I wish I could have done that. Right. So what, you instill these things like of just the little bit of wisdom to them to be further along than you were, and they're but, like, "Damn, but, I'm but, glad my parents told me that." But shit. happiness wise, not financially wise. Happiness, wealthiness. No, but I'm saying financial. If if financial is what makes you happy, that's fine. But, but I don't want you to. Be farther along than me financially, yeah, but no, no, be no, miserable that, to do it. That's what, that's what I was saying. I wasn't yeah. saying financial. I, I right. wasn't meaning one hundred percent financial. But, but a lot I, of times, those those two are synonymous. Is you're further ahead because you have more money, which doesn't make you any happier. Mm-hmm. But a part of that is because I want you to be in a mindset of where you're you're putting everything in line for yourself. To oh, where no. you're not. You're never going. You're when you're sixty five. Hey, you can't work anymore. You're not fucked. 
No, no, I agree that financial has something to do with it, but I don't want my kids to be so focused on just money that they don't sit down and ever enjoy anything. No, but that's the that's that's the part of life that I think people will miss out on is the enjoyment of life. That's what I'm saying. Is I don't want you to be so consumed with making money that you don't enjoy when you're not making money. Right. And, and even then and the fortunate part of it is is to enjoy life you have to have some money. Oh yeah, you do. You, you have to have That's part of it for right, sure. To to be able to travel, to be able to enjoy like, like my my grandfather dude never ever stopped working 100 hours a day and it sucks and it, it does. fucking sucks but that's what made him happy he yeah. just loves to work but but then you ask him that question is like have you ever thought about going to another country he doesn't want to he just wants to go to work that's how he was raised it's just been instilled in him since day one and that's I'm a like, hard life man it's not because it doesn't bother him I, I mean I, well to me to oh yeah to us it's like fuck that and to him it's like I'm ready to go to work every day. He he works, so he works at Centera, mm-hmm. and they're allowed to do double shifts. Yard, you ain't doing double shifts. He'll work 16 hours a day, any day you ask him, no problem. <sighs> he loves to go to work. I'm like, I don't know how you do it. I don't hate going don't. to work, but I don't. Here's the thing: is like I I want to work. I don't mind. I don't I don't mind working. But I want to live. Yeah, exactly. I want to experience shit. Yeah. I want to meet people. Like, I, I want to have conversations with people. I want to, like, what kind of food do you eat? That's my number one thing. If you're talking about culture, like, bro, let's, let's oh, yeah. have a fucking meal. Oh, yeah. Food is definitely, like, the biggest uh, variance between cultures. Right. So, like, you, you instill to your kids, like, hey, there's there's fucking cultures out there. Bro, just, just go sit down and have a meal with these people. You know what? You could you can meet some of the worst people you ever met in your life, but you know what? It's not that bad when you're sitting there having a meal with them. Oh yeah, especially because all other cultures take food like way more seriously than we do. You know, dinner will last three, four, five hours. Yeah. Whereas we're like, let's scarf this shit down in the next ten minutes and be about our way. Yeah. It's, it's not, yeah. Oh, man. I'm I'm a hundred percent guilty of that shit. I I, I hate that. I like can't help it. if That's if someone always, if someone sits there, you go to someone's house and they're cooking you a meal for whatever reason, even if you're just visiting, whatever. No, I want to know what are you doing? What's going on in here? Why you do this a certain way and why do you not do it a different way? So is this is this a cultural thing? Is this a family thing? Is the like you know why? Bro, I, I got all the questions. I have all the motherfucking questions. Right. Let's find out. And you might, you might, you might gain something from it. You might gain a business idea out of it. You don't fucking know. Oh yeah, you're right. Because because you don't know what you're gonna get out of it. Exactly. So when you're, it, I, I, that's why I just don't understand the 100% working mentality of just work, 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 work. The, the problem is, like I said, it's, it's subjective. Uh, so if that's what makes you happy, then, you know, to us, working doesn't make us happy. Traveling or building cars or whatever your hobby is makes you happy. But if working is what makes you happy and you're not upset about going to work, then it's not a bad thing. I yeah. mean, ultimately... 
if you're thinking about it, it's the best way you could be because you have to always work, right? I mean, as far as uh, it's 2018, you don't always have to have to quote unquote work. Yeah, I'm I'm talking about relative. Like you, we gotta go to work, right? You gotta do something. So if you can be pleased with going to work, which I'm not, I'd rather stay home. Yeah, but <laughs> I gotta go to work, so I gotta go to work. Whatever. Yeah. But I mean, if if you could just love to go to work, then ultimately it would make you happier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to be that way. I don't want work to be my life. But I, mean, I, I get it. I, I, I do get the general satisfaction out of work. Um, and even part time, I do landscaping. That is a. It's actually satisfying. Oh, yeah, landscaping, landscaping is terribly satisfying. It, it, it is. Yeah, because you can see the finished product. Right. Which and is one thing about I like about the shipyard is we see a piece of a submarine completely built, ready to go. And it's hooked up, and that's it. I yeah. Mean, so, like, uh, I went to a wedding earlier in the year. And uh, so, I build Virginia-class submarines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so, up until April, there had been no offensively fired Virginia-class submarines. Yeah. None of them. There's, like, 20 in the fleet so far, and we're steadily pumping them out. No virginia class submarine up until 2018 had offensively fired on anybody they were all brand new you know nobody shot shit so we were at a wedding and the virginia offensively fired on syria it was a fucking humongous to do in the news around here because the shipyard that builds these submarines and was delivered here yeah was the first one to offensively fire on another country so we were all, you know, three sheets to the wind at this wedding. Yeah. For a guy that works on these with us. And so all of our phones go off with these fucking major updates. And, I mean, this wedding was like primarily shipyard guys. And it just was like a bloodbath afterwards. It was just like, fuck yeah. Like, this was America this waving is, the big flag and at, at, at its finest. Like, this is the American moment. And it turns out that. It was the the John Warner was the was the submarine. It was yeah. the first ship that I ever worked on. It wasn't the Virginia, which is what. So the first class, the first boat of a class, is what it's named after. Mm-hmm. So the first Virginia class submarine was called the Virginia. It's the USS Virginia. Yeah. So this one was the USS John Warner, and that was the first ship I ever worked on, and it was the first ship for several of us at this wedding, and it was just. It was the coolest thing ever. I mean, because you, you, you take, you take pride in your oh, work. Oh yeah, I mean, you so been, this is this is not like it's just a submarine. No, no this is my submarine. This yeah, is my this shit. This is the first one I ever worked on. Yeah, and it was it was just super cool. Like, I mean, it's it would be like building your first car and seeing your first car run and actually doing something. Yeah, exactly. Other than just idling. But I mean. You see your car going down the track. You're like, oh, I ran a 11-2 at... No, you know, no, 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 no. It's like, no, no, no. My car did that. Yeah. My, my submarine, you know, ran a mission the correct way because, yeah. because we worked correctly, like how we're supposed to work. And all it the was pieces fell cool. together. Yeah. yeah. It was it was super cool. I was... We were... All of us were super fucking stoked. Yeah. 
That's pretty cool. That's awesome. It's good to hear. I mean, like, you don't really hear too many stories about that. And that's, that's, the, that's the point of the podcast. I feel like a lot of people have a lot of interesting things to say. Um, even success-wise, unsuccessful, whatever it is. Like, Oh, yeah, it took I, us. It took us two hours for you to drag this out. Oh but, yeah, and like, like you know, I was I was definitely one of the, I was, the headline of most likely to not succeed for a long time. Right, and but, then next you get a, a text on your phone that the boat the the, the submarine that you worked on you <laughs> boat the the submarine that you worked on, and you you played a major part in yeah like and it did something did something yeah it did like, something that caught news and something that was a a, a part of uh, a major morale boost like yeah you know like because because we build so many we build two submarines a year and it just gets so monotonous and then it's just like oh let's go run the same thing again because it's a it's the same layout the same pipe yeah the same everything every time it's like a puzzle you you put the puzzle together you fucking scramble it up you put it back together yeah you know, every time it's the same and you don't ever hear nothing. It's just, oh, there's another one delivered to the Navy. There's another one delivered to the Navy. And then you're fucking hammered at a wedding and you see, like, first ship you ever worked on killed a fuck ton of terrorists. Yeah. And you're like, that's my bitch. Yeah. That's my bitch right there. That, hey, that's my bitch right there. Yeah. I, I, I built that right bitch. Yeah. I like, Dude, no, nah, I, 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 I feel that. No, I feel that energy off of that. Like, like, yeah. like for real. Like that shit was awesome. That that is fucking dope. Yeah, that's dope shit. And, and like when I before I I worked there, I had no idea that that shipyard was there. I knew there was a shipyard over here, but I didn't know what they did. Yeah, you 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 so played was, no part into it. So yeah, I was like, it's whatever. just kind I'm, of yeah. I I got hired at the shipyard. I was like, damn, they they built some dope ass shit over here. Yeah, carriers and submarines, the two most important pieces of the navy. Yeah, like damn, they're doing it over here, doing something. Yeah, shit. So, and there we well, are. damn, two hours and ten minutes. I think we might have to wrap this up when. Uh, yeah, no, we can we can wrap this up, man. I I think we ended on a on a good note there. Oh yeah, especially with the the submarine story that. I feel that one. That was a good one. That was a good one. That that's probably the best I've I've heard so far. Really? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. That's some real shit. I mean, I know we've been drinking for quite a bit some time, yeah. like tonight, but damn, that was. No, nah, I could see the American flag waving in the background and like doing the whole. You know, oh yeah, because we were fucked up. I was like, bro, did you you see this? You, no, nigga, I, I saw that shit. But did you see that shit? Yo, no, no, I saw that shit. Did you see that shit, <laughs> bro? Yo, hey, groom. Yo, fuck you, bro. Did you see that shit you just got on your phone? And the funny thing is, because, like, everybody at the shipyard hates the shipyard. Everybody. The whole shipyard hates the shipyard 24 hours a day. Yeah. Just, it's just how it is. And then shit like that happens, and it's like, like, you're all fucking brothers. It's like, this is the shit that you go to work for. It's just. But when you don't expect it, it's the best. Oh, yeah. And when you're just fucking hammered at a wedding, and then you're like. Yeah, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And you look on the news and you're like, USS John Warner just killed 73 terrorists. And you're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I did that. Yeah. That's just an awesome feeling, so. That is dope, man. And, and I will say, like, even for, like, we were talking about before, like, the whole good job thing. 
that's your good job right there. Exactly. Like that. That was that was a good job that you never fucking expected. Exactly. I, and I was thinking about that. I I didn't know if we were too far into it, but that is like the that's the morale boost. That, yeah. That you need, and it's like that's. That's like that's like years worth of a morale boost. Oh yeah, the fact that like even like yeah, sometimes it was, it was six years later. Like I worked on the John Warner in 2012. Yeah, and then in 2018 I get a, a fucking text message saying John Warner just killed however many people. What you think about it, it's like oh that sucks all oh, the people died but it's like USS John Warner didn't just fire on civilians like yeah. You know, they fired on... It wasn't a drone attack. Right, exactly. They fired on who they knew where they were firing on. And yeah. It's like, damn. Six years later, I get my good job. It might take a little while, but you'll get the good job. Yeah. And that's, so. and that's it. Even if it's a promotion or someone's like, you know what? I know that guy does his job. Right. And I know he does it well, and I know he does it with passion. So you for, don't... That, that's not your good job. That That is that is not the good job you probably expected. But that's a fucking good job. Oh, yeah. For 100%. If someone's willing to speak for you, bro, I think I, I, I think that's well-deserved. So, for all of those that are listening, go get you on uh, buildyourcareer.com. Make your resume. Get you a job at the shipyard. They pay you all right. Get you some benefits. Go make some uh, some fine Warcraft. And start that 401k. And start that 401k. <laughs> Everyone needs that 401k. Hell yeah. Damn, well, it was it was a good one, man. And I, I definitely appreciate the ending. I, I I I seriously that was that was probably like that was the best one so far. Well thanks. I appreciate that, man. I knew I knew we'd get something good out of this. Oh, like yeah. I, I knew it wasn't just gonna be just a podcast about fucking Ryan Harrington being the DJ. No. You know what I'm saying? some 19s. You know what I'm saying? And some 20s. And some no, 19s and some 20s. And some 18s. 18s on what? Subaru. Oh, we ain't talking about that, though. That's why you vaping still. <laughs> I got eight. I got a 18 second hold on this on this vape dog. Subaru's money, though. I'm just saying, though. You got an 18 second hold. 18 seconds. One one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand, four one thousand, five one thousand, six one thousand, seven thousand, eight one thousand, nine one thousand, ten one thousand. Ah, blowing clouds, bro. Who again? Yo, bro, those are straight fucking like uh. Cumulonimbus. <laughs> thank you, thank you for completing that because I I was thinking of different clouds and I couldn't think of one. Well, if you don't already, follow me on SoundCloud. Trons with two Z's. Oh, SoundCloud account. Oh, what a new one. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to get that uh get that whole um uh yeah the address so yeah. I can yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh SoundCloud handle. Uh follow me on Instagram, Trons with two Z's. <clears throat> I got a Facebook page, Tron DJ Trons one Z. They're not all quite the same because other people be biting on my shit. I'm gonna need you to buy that shit from them. I ain't about that life. Just go ahead and buy you a, a fucking website. I ain't that big money. No, buy, no, no, buy a website. Don't. I'll tell you not to buy it from because it might cost more. But whatever. Do whatever you do. Maybe when you start uh, speaking in my weddings, I'll play the music. You uh, you host them. You don't want me to do that. That would be some money. I should become a priest. A priest? 
Yeah, just so I can speak at weddings. Just you, so I can just, just marry my niggas. You're just going, like, way off the deep end. No, 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 no. But I'll be, like, the priest of the spaghetti monster. Um, I'm right there with you. Or whatever. And we got to eat babies. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. But, no, it was seriously a pressure, man. And um, we'll definitely do this again. Oh, yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, follow DJ Trons on all his in, uh, Instagram and fucking SoundCloud handles. And don't forget about me on Instagram, uh, least likely to succeed podcast at, yeah, Instagram. Or Black Ass Chris. Whichever one you want to follow, do it. Black Ass Chris OG name. OG name, and I'm not getting rid of it, dog. Because you can't forget it. Nope. Uh, Yeah. Well, uh, I'll let you people later. Alrighty. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of the podcast, Least Likely to Succeed. If you want to reach out to me via email, my email is least likely to succeed podcast at gmail.com. My Twitter handle is one Chris Chuck. Facebook is Chris Chuck. And my Instagram is Black Ass Chris. If you're using iTunes or Google Play, please, please subscribe and give me a review and a rating. I would greatly appreciate it. And hopefully you guys stay tuned to the next episode. And yet again, I thank you for listening. <laughs>